The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it is Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 is the number to call. Uh, by the way, today we'll be doing a Facebook live event right after the program. So that'll be on uh, Pat Gray Unleashed and I think the Pat Gray radio page as well. So so hopefully, we, we, can we can we do that? Is it, can uh, it be on both? I think it's going to be there uh, after the fact, but uh, facebook.com slash theblaze is where you can catch it live. Okay. So it will air actually sometime after... So we, it's not going to be live. It's going to be live. Facebook Live is yeah. live. This is going to be live. Facebook.com so slash The Blaze. Yeah. And uh, it will air right uh, right after the radio show. Stu's coming in here. You, Stu, and uh, Jeffy will be in here. and uh, We're getting, getting, the, the, getting, the, getting the, band the band back together. Back together, yep. So uh, that's another little something to look forward to. Meanwhile, uh, President Trump has doubled down on his threat against NBC News. Even though there's some, you know, and there should be, there hasn't been a lot of backlash, not nearly as much as there should have been. But some conservatives, I think, including Rush, have said, wait a minute, you can't do that. There's a First Amendment issue here. And uh, this is unconstitutional to be threatening to take people's licenses away from them because you, you don't like what they're saying. Uh, you can call it fake news if you want to, but a lot of what he's talking about is just their own perspective on news events and things that have been reported by their reporters. And is it is some of it not true? I'm sure that's yes, probably. Uh, just like some of the things that uh, Barack Obama didn't like from Fox News seemed untrue to them. Uh, and he hammer, hammered them all the time. He was always talking about how bad Fox is, how uh, biased they are. But he never threatened their license. Which, by the way, you can't threaten a network license. Networks don't have licenses. Individual stations do. Don't try to tell him that, though. Right. But that was a little fake news on his part. There are, there are no licenses for, for networks. But you could go to each of the individual NBC affiliates and threaten their licenses, which would be crazy. You're going to do that? Wow, I think that's where the left and right might actually come together on something. You know, there's a few things we can come together on. The Constitution should be one of them. Right. You would think that, like, everybody agrees on the First Amendment. Although, when you talk to millennials, they don't seem to. Millennials think, well, yeah, does the government should control certain forms of speech, like hate speech. No, that's that's the only time it's really kind of it needs protection is when it's you know something that other people don't like to hear. So he's on really dangerous ground right now, and uh, tweeted out again today, despite the fact that I, I mean some outcry came yesterday, but he's apparently sticking mm-hmm. sticking by his claim that he's gonna. He's thinking about challenging licenses or taking this further. Right. By my count, um, it was in the morning that he tweeted about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was in the evening that he tweeted about this yesterday. And then again today. Wow. I mean, I hope he's standing alone. Uh, 
Hey, you know, there's a lot of people who are his supporters that just go along for the ride wherever he takes them. Uh, and we can't do that. And no matter how much you support the president, and that's that's great, but when it comes to things like this, when it comes to the First Amendment, you got to part ways with him on that issue, I would think. I don't know. Let me know. 888-900-3393 with your, your thoughts on this. Has he gone too far? Is he taking this to an unconstitutional place or, or are you are you in agreement with it I'd like to get your thoughts on that there's one of his real good close personal friends named uh thomas barack jr he's a billionaire from the from uh he's of arab american descent and he's been trying to smooth the way for a meeting with uh saudi arabia and other arab leaders and uh Actually, he's he did smooth that uh, path for Trump when he went to the Middle East, and Trump uh, initially did the things that uh, Thomas Brock wanted him to do, like praise Qatar uh, as a crucial strategic partner. <laughs> then, a couple weeks later, he said Qatar was a f- a funder of terrorism at a very high level. So Barack was uh, Thomas Barack was taken aback by the president. Uh, So he did what few others in Trump's orbit have done. He told the president that he was wrong. Said, you don't need to get involved in this. Few people are closer to Trump than Thomas Barack. They've been friends for three decades. Uh, Barack helped Trump's real estate empire years ago. He was a top fundraiser for the 2016 presidential campaign, too. He turned down a cabinet offer, wanted instead to be an outside advisor, but his name is still mentioned as a potential White House chief of staff if Trump decides to choose one. And the rumor is he's going to. There's a big rumor now that uh, Kelly might be on his way out. Now, Tom Barack is the CEO of Colony Capital, and he told the Republican National Convention that then-presidential candidate Donald Trump is good enough, tough enough, smart enough, and well-versed enough to be president But now he says he's been disappointed by some aspects of his performance. He said he was shocked and stunned by the uh, rhetoric and inflammatory tweets. Why? That's what he's always done. That's who Donald Trump is. Uh, But Thomas Brock said he thinks he has to be loyal to his base. I keep on saying, but who is your base? You don't have a neutral base. Your base right now is the world and America. So you have all these constituencies. Show them who you really are. In my opinion, he's better than this. I tell him all the time, I don't like the rhetoric. It's interesting that there is somebody supposedly Mm -hmm. in his orbit saying that. Because sometimes that needs to be said, you know. Somebody's got to have someone around them who challenges them from time to time. You can't just have yes men. And flunkies do your bidding all the time. Because you're not always going to be right. Even Donald Trump is not always going to be right. There there are no perfect human beings. And there's certainly no perfect politicians. So it's it's nice to hear that he's got somebody, you know, throwing up red flags for him. Yeah, saying, well, hey, maybe you don't do that. Whether or not he's listening to him. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he is because he keeps the tweets coming. Triple eight, nine hundred. 3393, is that a problem to you? Is the NBC uh, thing an issue? Should he be threatening uh, these broadcast outlets 
with terminating them, stopping their broadcast. Tim in North Dakota, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just uh, on the Las Vegas shooting. Oh, okay. Uh, it had been after a few days. I was just wondering, it, uh, and I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. else has, is of the like mind, but the, uh, the Manchurian candidate uh, syndrome, you know, like what had been, if that's a possibility. Uh, I'm not sure how that ties in together. How, how do you mean? Well, you know, where a person is uh, brainwashed or however, and like in from that movie, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and things, and when there's a trigger and they, they do what oh, they, okay. you know, what they're uh, been brainwashed to do, okay. outside of that, they're running mostly a normal life. Yeah. So and, I, I don't know, just the thought it might be. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Appreciate it, uh, Tim. I, I I don't know. I couldn't speculate on something like that. It's uh, no. probably doubtful. Um, although there's there's new information about the security guard in the Vegas shooting, the one who was the hero and yeah. first got shot in the leg. Have you heard that he wasn't registered as a security guard? What, what is happening? I don't know. I honestly, I honestly I don't know. It's being reported now that he's not even registered as a guard with the state of Nevada. Is he even a guard? Why was he there at all? This Jesus Campos. And so now the speculation is that he wasn't even a, uh, an employee of the, of the hotel. Because every security guard in the state of Nevada has to register as an armed or unarmed guard with the state's private investigators licensing board. So they're all licensed. And apparently, you can search the records publicly. That's been done, and there is no Jesus Campos licensed with this board. What is <laughs> Is that weird? Every day, another strange element is introduced okay. into this thing. All right. Death, taxes, and another crazy development in the Las Vegas show. Oh, and another accuser of Harvey Weinstein. Those are the guarantees in life. Yeah. Did we have a new one today? Nah, I just... Uh, oh, okay. Sure, sure there's going to be another one Oh, later. there's going to be and a half a day more. left, man. Sure. Are you kidding me? Come on. Uh, Chris in Michigan, you're on The Blaze. Hey, guys. Hey. I uh, didn't know if you... Uh, have you guys seen the picture, the dead pictures of the, of the shooter guy laying on the ground? Yes. Uh, Keith has actually seen it. I've only seen the, the censored photos of that. Well, what I found odd, because this whole thing just puzzles me. It, it's just odd. Something's odd about it. And th- did you notice the tripod for one of the rifles? Yes. Was over top of the guy's leg. How, how does that yeah. happen? Uh, how do you how do you shoot yourself fall mm-hmm. and then have a tripod over your leg? I don't. I mean, unless somebody <laughs> moved it at some point, I, mean, I don't know who would have done that. But yeah. It's just odd. The whole thing is odd. It is. There's many, very, very many strange, strange details to this thing, and I just noticed that last night. It just, yeah. I showed it to my wife, and I said, "This is something's weird here." Very. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. And then, and then to find out that he's not even registered with the Nevada board that registers and licenses these uh, security guards in the state. Maybe this was just an oversight. Maybe it's just something as simple as he's an illegal alien, so they didn't bother with that. Hmm. Who knows? I I don't know. 
Oh, but I just wanted to explain. Now. It's yet another little monkey wrench tossed into this thing that just helps nothing to connect and make sense here. <laughs> no more monkey wrenches, please. We're I monkey know. Monkey wrenched out. It's really frustrating. Really frustrating. Triple eight. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the number. We're also going to talk to uh, this young man who started his own uh, maple syrup company at about 11 years old. I think he started making maple syrup at 11, and then at 15, he started the company. At 17, we talked to him when we were uh, out in New York one time, and uh, just has a lot on the ball. Started his own company. He's, it's apparently going really well. And we're going to talk to him about being a young entrepreneur uh, in this day and age when it's kind of surprising to see a millennial like this kid. Uh, So I think you're going to enjoy that uh, with Josh Parker coming up in just a few minutes. We all know the big government is at the root of a lot of our issues. But Big Mobile helps big government be at the root of these issues. They take a uh, portion of the proceeds that you pay them and then they put it into the pockets of Planned Parenthood and They advocate for issues like sanctuary cities and fight the NRA and demonize them and try to get gun control in. There is a mobile company who's not doing that. There is a mobile company that instead takes up to 5% of your monthly bill, which doesn't cost you any extra. And they fund things like traditional family values, organizations, religious freedom, opportunities for American citizens. And they have the same nationwide coverage, the same unlimited talk, And in fact, this week, you can get their unlimited talk and text right now for $20 a month. 20 bucks a month. So give them a call. Talk to them about all the details. You can keep your phone number, all of that stuff. They'll even waive the activation fee with the uh, promo code uh, Blaze. So call them at 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit the website at patriotmobile.com slash pat. That's patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Super strange, inexplicable details keep coming out, keep surfacing in the Las Vegas shooting. Uh, And you would think by now we'd have a few things nailed down, like at least the timeline. Or who is Jose Campos? Why was he there? If he's not a registered security guard, who is he? Have you have they questioned him? Have they looked into these things? Do they know all these things and they're just keeping them from us? I, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, is it a problem to you that Donald Trump is now threatening NBC with the loss of their license? Because I think it would be a problem for all of us if Barack Obama had done that with Fox News. I mean, he did. He railed on them all the time. He complained about them all the time. But he never said he was going to look at revoking their license triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three gloria in texas you're on the blaze hi hey pat this hey. is gloria mm-hmm. i was calling to i don't know i'm sure you would recall it better than i do that barack obama did try to silence the tea party 
by denying them their tax-free status. Yeah, I mean, during his administration, now it's unclear whether he ordered that or was that just done by the IRS agents themselves. But you're right. And I'm not saying Barack Obama was great for freedom because he wasn't. Uh, But are you okay with uh, Donald Trump doing this with MDC? Absolutely not. Yeah, okay, good. All right. Uh, Appreciate it. Thanks, Gloria. That's what I'm hoping conservatives are going to come to the conclusion that this is wrong, no matter who's doing it. If it's Obama doing it, it's wrong. If it's Trump doing it, it's wrong. And that's why we have to get away a little bit from the partisanship of all of this stuff and kind of come together on, I don't know, something called the Constitution. Again, you would think we could agree on, uh, on that principle. You'd think we could all agree with the Bill of Rights. Uh, Tom in Pennsylvania, you'd you're think. on the blaze. You'd think. You'd hey, think. what's up, Dad? Thanks <laughs> hey. for taking my call. Yeah. Got a question for you about these contrails, chemtrails. Uh, it's really a question for the audience, perhaps uh, uh, an aviation expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, thing I really, the, que- the thing I really question about this is uh, these planes really don't follow normal flight patterns. You'll have four or five planes flying east to west, then another four or five north to south, and they're creating these, uh, these grids in the sky. I mean, they have a perfect checkerboard pattern. Um, it's something that you normally don't see. And I was wondering if uh, anybody in the audience, uh, you know, would have an explanation, not what mm. they're spraying or if they're trying to turn the frogs gay, but, uh, <laughs> you know, as far as the, um, as far as the patterns, uh, just kind of curious on that. I mean, when you look up in the sky, you could tell, you know, you could see where a conspiracy theorist might say they're doing X, Y, Z. But yeah, it's more about the flight patterns than uh, than the chemicals themselves. I've never se- I've never seen the checkerboard pattern. Uh, you've actually seen that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Huh. And in fact, you could just Google it. You know, chemtrails, and you'll see hundreds of photos on there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I and we're we're not on the coast or anything like that. Like the conspiracy wackadoodles, <laughs> you know. Right. We're, we're in rural western Pennsylvania, and periodically, you know, we do see this. Uh, you know, the trails last. You know, the trails go for you know miles and miles. They last for hours. You know, normal. Normally, you look up and you'll see a plane. The contrail might be two or three lengths of the plane following it, but these are just. Uh, you know, like I said, these things just go for, you know, miles and miles. They last for hours and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they are perfect. Uh, they are perfect grids. You can, you know, look up Google images. Uh, I, I even have some photos myself <laughs> posted them on my Facebook page saying, look, you know, they're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah. All right. Um, we'll check that out and see if anybody knows the answer to that. Thanks, Tom. Uh, I'm looking at some pictures of it right now and it's hard. I mean, one of them is somebody played tic-tac-toe in the sky. Now, that didn't happen. Obviously, somebody Facebooked that. Uh, but it, on others, you can see patterns. You, you can see a checkerboard-type uh, layout in the sky. The reason they last so long is because it's frozen moisture up there. Hmm. It freezes. It's 40 below, 50 below, 60 below zero up there. And so uh, I think the pilots would tell you that's just the moisture freezing in the air and, and staying there for a while. Does aluminum freeze? <laughs> it's not aluminum. Oh. Yeah. Well, I thought well, uh, it, I thought the lady said we had aluminum getting yeah, sprayed she, over cities. She did say that. Okay. She did. Uh, Brian in Arkansas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Uh, hey, guys. Hey. Uh, great to make it through. Uh, 
I was uh, wanting to comment on the Vegas shooting and also the uh, the congressional baseball game shooting that took place a while back and mm-hmm. note some of the similarities between the two. Both gentlemen were roughly the same age. They used the same style of weapons minus the bump stock uh, at the congressional baseball game. But uh, after I heard that gentleman say something about the Manchurian candidate, I was like, oh, I just got to call and, you know, throw some conspiratorial, you know, rhetoric <laughs> And uh, it is unusual it for the, yeah. The other guy was uh, I'm trying to think how old the the, the person and, uh, at the shooting was at the congressional shooting. Was he? He was 66. Okay, so this the congressional shooter was 66, and this guy was 64. This guy was 64. I don't know wow. if like the never Trumpers are at an age to where they're you know they like they got to do something, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was strange. Mm. Yeah, you it know, is. You never can tell because uh, it is unusual for the, for older people to do that. Uh, it's, yeah, I think it's fairly uh, it, unusual. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's all I had. I didn't okay. know if you could comment on that any yeah. further. But, uh, Appreciate it, Brian. Like show, guys. Thank you. I'm not really sure what that would mean. Uh, it Maybe uh, angry old Democrats, is that what we're alluding to? <laughs> Certainly know. the guy at the congressional shooting was. Uh, but so far we've heard nothing about the politics of the shooter in Vegas. Uh, in <laughs> fact, they're... There's no information that would lead us to be able to connect any of these dots. In fact, every day, as we've said, something comes out to, to help you understand it even less. Uh, Jamie in Louisiana, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning. Thank morning. you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I was responding to your question about Donald Trump's threat against NBC News. Right. I find it very disturbing that he would do such a thing and demeaning to the office of the president. Yeah, well, thank you. Good, uh, because appreciate the call, Jamie. We have to stand up against that, no matter who's doing it. And, you know, one of the things we've we've said for years, um, and we've said it on Glenn's show, we've said it on Pat and Stu, uh, we, there are certain things we need to come together on, and we got to come together on the, the Bill of Rights. We have to come together on the Constitution. And we can't we can't be partisan about this and just follow them just because they're Republicans, which is that's a sentiment I don't even understand. I, I don't understand people's loyalty to the parties. The parties only the parties are good only in that they represent certain principles that they're supposed to espouse. Like the party platform should be conservative right for the republicans and it's obviously liberal for the democrats and you become engaged with those principles that make up the party not the party itself if the party itself is not adhering to its principles what good is it Hmm. for instance if republicans aren't small government anymore and many of them aren't if they're not for lower taxes anymore if they're not pro-life anymore uh, if they're not for traditional family values, then what good are they? Why would you support them? They're not doing any of the things that we want them to do. And it's, I mean, that's especially true in this particular Congress where you've got, you've got leadership in charge that for all intents and purposes are just Democratic light. They're not Republicans. They're just Democrat light. And that's a real problem because when it comes to voting time, nobody goes for Democrat light. They go for the actual Democrat. You know, if it's not going to make you any fatter, why would you why would you not get Coke, just plain Coke, 
rather than Diet Coke. There Doesn't it taste it. better? Yep. Yes. And and literally, the difference between the two major parties anymore, it's the difference between vanilla and French vanilla. It's it is. literally that close. Now. It is. And it's shocking because the Democrats have gone so far to the left, there should be a huge <laughs> gap between the parties. Or a, a chasm, a, if a you A chasm. <laughs> As John Kerry said, there's a, a chasm. But there is no chasm. There is no chasm between the two of them. They're just, they're almost the same. 888-900-3393. Also today, uh, we've got Josh Parker, who has uh, started his own maple syrup company. Talk to him about uh, some of the things he's doing. And uh, hopefully sample some of that (laughs) maple cotton candy that he brought in. Just unbelievable stuff. Also, the firefighter who lost his job because he brought a watermelon to work. It's on the way as well. On Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. Uh, happy to have Josh Parker and uh, and his wife. It's Allie, right? And, and his wife, Allie, uh, in studio with us. Now, we talked to Josh first. Was it two years ago, Josh? Uh, yes, yeah, two years ago. Okay. Um, June of 2015. We were, uh, we were in New York for um, who knows what meetings or whatever. And so you were in our New York studio, right? Yes, this is the first time in Dallas. Yeah. Um, and where do you guys, where do you live now? Um, we spend about half of our time in Austin, Texas, which is where Allie's from. Really? And then half of our time in um, in New York, where I'm from. Okay. Upstate New York. Uh, so you're doing well enough that you can have multiple homes all over the country. <laughs> we just have parents that live in both locations. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so Tell us a, about the how you got involved in the maple syrup business, because you were 11 years old when you figured out how to use it or how to make it? Yes. Yeah, so I was, um, I was 11 years old. I went on a school field trip. They showed us how to do it. Um, I went home, boiled up my mom's stove, and then when I was um, 15, I was like, this is something I love, this is something I want to do, and I just uh, said to my dad, you know, if this is something that you'll help me with, help me get a start, um, I won't have to go to college, and uh, and I can really pursue this, and this can mm-hmm. be my future. Um, and so my dad was like, okay, well, if you can get a plan together, we'll go to the bank, and if the bank says yes, I'll co-sign on it. And so we went to the bank, I had the plan, and the bank said, well... If your dad's crazy enough to co-sign on it, we'll do it. And so um, that's how we, we went into business together. And um, since then, it's just been a journey of, of bringing more products out. And how old were you when you first went into business? Um, that was, I was 15, 15 at that time. 15. Yes. <laughs> 15. It's amazing. And you were 17 when we ran into you? 17, yes. And you're 19 now. 19 now. So this has gone really fast. Yes. How, how well is the, is the company doing now? I understand you're in some, some pretty big stores now. Um, so over the last, um, when we first went on Gunbeck in um, in 2015, I mean, we were really just a nothing. I mean, we were just, just a startup. Um, and I would say that Glenbeck was a turning point for us and going on the show was a turning point for us mm. um, because it really substantiated us as a national brand and um, all of a sudden gave us this leverage to say like, look, like, 
people know who we are. Um, and so by the end of that year, um, we were in about 500 stores. Um, wow. And then the following fall, in the fall of 20, um, 2016, um, I went on the show Shark Tank. Um, and so that... Oh, that's um, cool. Yes, that brought us further into the public eye. And Did they make a deal with you? or No deal. No deal. None that, of them made a deal with that's you? A, they were nice. They were very nice. So it was, it was okay. Um, huh. But we, uh, but Allie and I have been working together since um, this spring. Um, and we've gotten into um, two regions of Costco, two regions of Whole Foods, um, Wegmans, and, and a couple others. So and you guys are newlyweds. Allie, tell us how, how the two of you met. Yeah, um, so I was working on the Ted Cruz campaign, and mm. we met Is that great? At, uh, <laughs> Is met, that great? <laughs> we met at CPAC, um, and so, yeah, huh. we um, we got married this past January, and um, I've been able to take over the marketing of the company, which has been really exciting. Um, and so, yeah, we, yeah. we are a husband and wife team, and it's really fun. <laughs> and it's not even a year yet. No, no, not, not even, even a year. A year. <laughs> Did you go on a honeymoon anywhere? <laughs> no, we're we too busy. We too planned busy. and we yeah. had to cancel the trip like three times. Oh, so. oh that's a bummer. We did some Costco demos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Which which regions of Costco are you in? Is Texas? Are you all over? Not Texas yet. What? We hope oh. Texas soon. Um, but it's the southeast and the northeast, um, and so limited stores in both. But um, uh, but. You can get it um, in New York and New Jersey, um, for the most part in New York, and then um, and then kind of in the upper southern states. Okay. What I love about your story is, I mean, you're obviously both really young. Allie, you're 21? 21, yeah. And, and Josh, you're 19. Almost and, 20. <laughs> and, and very few, uh, it seems to me anyway, very few millennials, very few of your peers are conservatives. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's really gratifying uh, when we see people that have that really seem to understand the world a little bit better than some of their peers and and have the initiative to go and start a company by themselves or with their dad's help at least is your dad still involved yeah my dad is still um definitely involved as a as someone who just keeps kind of pushing us forward as the champion of um of getting us to that next level whenever the next level presents itself hmm. um and I would say that, I mean, you're totally right with um, with young people and millennials in general. Um, we kind of, our generation kind of gets a bad rep. Um, but really, um, I think that what we see is that there is a silent majority out there of young people who are working hard, who are pursuing dreams, who are, um, you know, like us. I mean, mm-hmm. we're married I and mean, we're 21 and 19 and married, pursuing a dream of, of building um, a maple business and a food business and um, and bringing people healthy products. And so um, there are a lot of young people. And I, I mean, I know a lot of young people. And so when you see the headlines in the news of college campuses, you know, burning flags or whatever it is, um, I think it gives people the wrong idea. And yeah. I think that um, really the kind of vilification of, of young people maybe isn't quite as bad as what um, as people think. Maybe. I hope you're right. Yes, I really do. And you've given me hope. Um, <laughs> now you have three separate products. Yes. Tell, tell us about those. Yeah, so um, we have our maple syrup, and um, actually November 1st, we're launching new um, packaging for maple syrup, and we're launching a spicy maple. Um, mm, spicy maple. Spicy yes. maple. So what do you add to it to make it spicy? Um, we infuse it with chili peppers. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yes. It's delicious. Chicken and waffles, anything. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and then we have um, our maple butter and um, our organic maple cotton candy. Which... You brought us a sample of. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. It is. It, it, it is so good. Yeah. Excellent. It is really good. And yeah. it's really 114 calories is all? Per yes. serving. That is yes. How many servings Amazing. are in this? Like, Two. Two. Two okay. That's it. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I was going to say like 48 servings. <laughs> so, so all together, if you ate this whole thing, you'd, you'd, uh, 228 calories, right. which is not bad at all. Yeah. And didn't you, did I hear you saying on uh, Glenn's show that this stuff is actually good for you? Yeah. So, um, so maple, well, there's a study that came out that shows that maple has um, a high level of antioxidants, has a lower glycemic index than most honeys. Um, wow. And so what we want to do is we want to take this, this natural product that, really has been almost locked into the maple country, which is the Northeast, and bring it to the rest of America in mm-hmm. new, delicious ways um, so that we can... Um, there's this Not huge good. movement for people to move away from sugar. Uh-huh. And so we think that um, you know if people are, are going to eat sugar, they should eat a healthy sugar. Um, and, and we think that maple is the perfect fit for it. As, yeah. I, as I eat this, I can feel my body getting healthier. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I know you said a lot of important stuff there, but the aftertaste is so good. I'm just over it's, here... Honestly, delicious. So good. Thank you so much. Do you actually, did you bring any samples of the syrup itself? Only the cotton candy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what what is the web web address for you guys? It's parkersmaple.com. Parkersmaple.com. Okay, we'll tweet that out under uh, Pat Unleashed here shortly. Mm. (laughs) And and so do you have any other plans for uh, national shows or Shark Tank again? Because don't some of them go back and try a second time? Um, We really, we don't have anything planned right now. Um, Dude, maybe you don't need them anymore since yeah. you're in Costco now. How much were you looking for uh, as an investment from them? We were looking for $200,000 for 20% of the company. Wow. Yeah. And they passed on that? And they passed on it, yeah. Did they taste the syrup? <laughs> did they taste this? <laughs> they did. And they, they were actually um, very nice. And I don't know why they, why they passed, but um, they did. And I think that it worked into the plan really well. And I think yeah. that, um, it, it's probably a good thing that they passed. No, it's just your company, right. right? Yeah, we didn't have to give anything up, and that's we still awesome. got the national exposure. Yeah, yeah. Really good. yeah, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, do you guys have business sense? Do you have help from somebody who does, or are you doing fine with your books and where to go from here? And I think that that has been probably the biggest learning for um, both of us this year mm-hmm. is that. Um, it used to be, I used to love the fact that I was the only one in the organization. I was the only one, you know, staying up all night long, boiling syrup or doing all of that. Um, and what we've learned is that we really do have to create a team around us, us of people who know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and so there's something to be said for the wisdom of people who have maybe done something similar or, you know, know what they're, I guess, just basically know what they're doing. Um, and so we have... Um, really good accountant that we actually brought on this year who's helped us tremendously with from a financial standpoint because both of us being college dropouts, we, you know, <laughs> we're pretty uneducated. So I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. Because I remember when you were in New York and Glenn was saying, you know, hey, you're going to pursue the business, you're going to pursue God. I remember you saying, ah, the plan is to go to college. I think, wasn't it overseas? Or it was not overseas. No, okay. It was um, it was right near um, New York where I'm from, okay. right, right um, 20 minutes from where I grew up actually. Um, and you know, they were great, and I think that there was a season in my life where I needed that, mm-hmm. um, but that season, thankfully, only lasts a little do while. You, do, you, do you have in the back of your mind, do you guys ever want to go back to school, or do you just be like, ah, nope. Hopefully, you'll be a millionaire right. soon, and you won't need to. <laughs> Thank yeah. right? I Please mean, don't. We're, we're both doing what we love. Good. We don't need to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, where were you going to school? I was going to Clarkston University. And where yeah. were you going, Allie? University of Texas. Oh, well, were you? Yep. Yes. Okay, so you're a Longhorn? I'm a Longhorn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, you know, I... I, the reason to go to college really is to prepare yourself for uh, a vocation afterwards, for a career afterwards, and you already have that. Yeah. So why go there and get tainted uh, by all their progressivism? <laughs> no joke. It, it's really true, and I think that um, for us it was like 
me, it was kind of an easy decision, and I had already made the decision, but it was definitely a lot harder for Ali, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I thought that I was going to work in politics and mm. do, you know, that whole route, and then um, now I'm doing food, um, <laughs> but it's it's so much more fun to, you know. Were your parents uh, uh, kind of hesitant about all this? They were. They were. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, I mean, I'm from Austin, and no mm-hmm. one eats maple really um, in Austin and so no one was really familiar with it um, whenever I told my friends Josh owns a maple syrup company they're like what? <laughs> <laughs> you know? a what company? yeah that's really but, funny yeah now I mean they're fully on board they in really Texas we understand meat so if, <laughs> if Josh oh, owns steers whoa. we'd understand I just that. thought of something I'm gonna put syrup on steak right now <laughs> that's the next thing I'm gonna try maple it's, butter is a really good uh, meat marinade so really I'm on yeah. it <laughs> say no I more try that yeah. and you guys sell it uh, surprisingly right yeah. yeah so maple syrup maple butter and the organic maple cotton candy yep. um so so you you melt the the maple syrup into sugar is that yes. what, boil off the Yes, yeah, so liquid. Basi- maple syrup can come in a lot of different forms. It can come in syrup, or it can be a, like a candy or a spread, like we have a maple butter, and then it can be a sugar. And so we make the maple syrup into a sugar and then put it into a cotton candy, and it's whipped just like regular cotton candy into mm-hmm. um, the delicious cotton candy that we have. Um, and that's so great. That's like, that, I mean, that's what makes maple so versatile is that you can put it in so many different forms and use it in so many different products. Yeah. And it's better for you, according to surveys, than, yes. than actual sugar. Parkersmaple.com. Parkers. Okay. So obviously in the East and Southeast, you can yes. pick this up at Costco and Whole Foods yes. and other places. In Texas, you can go to where? Um, Texas, We're, really the best place is probably um, the, the website. website yes, yeah. we, uh, okay. We've gotten into a couple stores here, but we're still working on trying to get into um, more. Into Texas, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's great. And congratulations. You so guys. It's, it's really, Thank really you so uh, much. Uh, fun experience to uh, see how well you're doing and, and uh, see a couple of millennials who really have a lot on the ball. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you Good so luck. much. Thank you. Uh, CosmoHurtsKids.com is on a mission. They uh, are on a mission just to keep pornography out of the hands of kids. Victoria Hurst is the founder of the Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign. And her family's corporation, the Hurst Corporation, actually publishes Cosmo. So she's not trying to get them out of business. She's not trying to censor the magazine. She just believes that the state's material harmful to minor laws need to be applied to Cosmo as they are other forms of pornography. If you agree with her or you want to learn more, just go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. I, I certainly agree with her, and, and I believe in free speech. So Cosmopolitan can do whatever they want with their magazine. That doesn't mean it, it should be available to kids under 18. Go to CosmoHurtsKids.com to find out more and take a stand against pornography as Victoria is doing. CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. We uh, tweeted out a link at Pat Unleashed to the uh, Parker's website. So if you want to try his maple syrup, which is fantastic. We tried some in 
in New York when we were there, and it's it's awesome. It's really good. It's pure maple syrup. It's not that you know Mrs. Butterworth stuff that's mixed with eighty four different ingredients. It's maple syrup, pure maple syrup, really good. And the uh, maple cotton candy is fantastic. I, I imagine the maple butter would be too. Just really good. And it's available at, at Costco in uh, in the East. I can tell you that the uh, maple butter is very good. Oh, you've got some? Uh, well, I've tried it, but unfortunately my 11-year-old son has tried a lot more of it. So um, he has been uh, <laughs> devouring it lately. Um, uh, he has uh, basically applied it to every possible snack you can imagine. That, that's why when you guys were talking about putting it on steak, I thought, you know what? There's one thing we haven't tried. Right. So, but seriously, right. It, they, they don't make anything that isn't absolutely awesome. Oh, it's really great. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. The 19 years old. That is gross. Oh, man. <laughs> so cool. And he's been doing this since he was 15. So, you know, he's kind of got it down now after four years. He's already married. Uh, they both dropped out of college, but, you know, what is college for? Brainwashing. <laughs> yes, that's oh, what it is Is there for a different now. answer than that? No, not okay. anymore. All right. Pretty Check much that, that about wraps it all up. Uh, 888-900-3393. Got a couple of things uh, coming up to tell you about. For instance, the uh, pharmacist who has spoken out. The pharmacist that supplies Congress with drugs every day. <laughs> One of the perks of Congress, and I, I didn't know about this, uh, is that they have a pharmacy that delivers the drugs. They don't have to even go to the pharmacy. It's, I mean, everything's so convenient for them. They, uh, when they order something... The pharmacists bring it to Congress every single day and just distribute drugs to them. They have a uh, they have a physician. It's the office of the attending physician. It's an elaborate medical clinic where Navy doctors uh, treat the con- members of Congress. They you pay an annual fee for that, I guess, of of six hundred bucks. Big deal. Um, and then, and then they get the drugs. So they've got these really nice perks. But what was interesting about this is Mike Kim, who is the pharmacist owner, was talking about some of the drugs that they received, like for serious things like diabetes and Alzheimer's disease. I'm like, wait, what? Members of Congress have Alzheimer's? This is not going to end well. Should we know about that? I mean, these people are responsible for making laws every day. We got to count on them to be, you know, in their right minds. And uh, I don't think Alzheimer's <laughs> victims should probably be in Congress. Once that happens and you contract that disease, it might be a good thing to step down at that point. Wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that too much? Is that too much to ask? From uh, an American citizen that, you know, our congressional members don't have Alzheimer's disease. That that seems reasonable <laughs> to me. Wow. Seems kind of reasonable. That's raising the bar, Pat. Uh, so <laughs> we'll get into that uh, coming up a little later on. We've been talking about the NBC thing with, uh, with Donald Trump because he is threatening their license. He doesn't like the things they say about him. So he's threatening their license. And... You know, I don't care if you're conservative or liberal. We should all be against that. We should, as far as I'm concerned, maybe your opinion may vary depending on how big a supporter you are of the president. I don't know, because there's a lot of his supporters that just seem to agree with him no matter what. No matter what. Uh, 888-900-3393. Let's go to Joe in North Carolina. 
Joe, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, I just wanted to uh, uh, say hello to you, uh, and thanks for taking my phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a Trump supporter, and I supported his campaign, donated to it. Okay. And on this NBC issue, I think he's totally wrong. Uh, it's the wrong thing to do, and you try to stifle uh, yeah. free speech, and you, you go after license. It reminds me of Nazi Germany. When Hitler took power, one of the things he did, he had to stop on and said, wrong thing, you were you know, hauled off someplace. And then the second thing mm-hmm. is they went right after your guns. But uh, when you start to stifle free speech uh, on either side of the spectrum, whether yes. you're a Democrat or Republican, you're going down the wrong path, and that's uh, not the way you want this country should be going, in my opinion. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. Uh, it's gratifying to hear. Uh, because it is, it's despotic to be doing that. It's uh, a sign of a of tyranny beginning. It's the early signs of tyranny. And I'm not saying he's going to turn into a tyrant, uh, but that's, you know, it's a warning sign. It's a red flag. You might say, hey, uh, don't go down that road, President Trump. Please. Please. Don't go down that road. Please. Kelly in Oregon. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. I absolutely love your show. I'm a longtime uh, listener of you guys. Thank you. And um, I um, absolutely do not agree with uh, President Trump. I was one of those... Um, vote for him because I didn't want Hillary. Um, yeah. And it just reminds it reminds me of what President Obama did with Fox News and, and targeting uh, James Rosen. And I think he even targeted a New York Times reporter. And it just, I, I just, I don't like it. It breaks my heart when I see these, you know, the president do this and what uh, President Obama did. And I just wanted to call in and say that I don't agree with it. And I wish that everyone would just stand up and say this is wrong. And we could all agree on something. And I think that would be it so yes. thank you for taking my call you and bet. i absolutely love the show thank you thanks kelly appreciate it uh that i mean it it does give me some hope <laughs> that that republicans are on on the right side of this issue because i'm not sure the democrats would have been well they weren't right when when uh obama although he again he didn't threaten their licenses but uh, obama always went after fox news obama always talked about how partisan they were and the democrats loved it they agreed with it. They supported it. Uh, and, you know, you can't, you can't hamper freedom of speech uh, because we'll, uh, we won't long be a democratic republic if you do. And that's one thing that you guys always talked about over on Glenn's show was, hey, when the other guy's in power, it's really going to suck when the other side's in power <laughs> when this kind of thing happens and it's not your guy. Well, looky here. Here we are. I. Here we are. If you have principle, then you can avoid this at all times. That's the thing. Um, And don't forget, later on today, uh, right after the show, immediately following this show, we're doing a Facebook Live, and uh, Stu and Jeffy will be in here to participate. We're getting the band back together. It's a reunion. Pat and Stu are back, and this time they're pissed. Is this the first stop on the reunion tour? Uh, Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. So that'll be facebook.com slash the blaze right after this show's should this show airs uh, three o'clock Eastern two central one mountain and uh, and uh, 12 12 Pacific Pacific mm-hmm. what about Alaska time <laughs> I don't think Alaska's on Pacific time aren't they? no oh they're not no they're in Alaska time it's 11 a.m. there they have their own time zone in they Alaska do. mm-hmm Maybe it's the Aleutian time. Wow, aren't they greedy? Yeah, right? Jeez. And then you got Hawaii is like an hour or so behind them. Uh, Hawaii. Depending on the time of the year, I really have no idea. It's yesterday in Hawaii right is now. It, no, it's yesterday in <laughs> Guam? Maybe it's... To, no, it's tomorrow in Guam. 
Well, it doesn't matter. It's going to capsize it really anyway. Doesn't. Who cares? Right? That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, so uh, we got to keep, keep an eye on uh, the whole NBC thing and make sure that we stand up against it and stand up for rather the First Amendment because that's one of the that's one of the mistakes I think we've made as conservatives is too often we're against something instead of for something. So let's be for the First Amendment and freedom of speech. If we were for legal immigration in the first place, we mm. we would have won that discussion. If we're just we're for babies, uh, of course that one didn't work, did it? Because no. that's the way that one's always been prevented, yeah. presented. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro life, huh? Which makes the other side pro death instead like. of pro choice. Let's do that, right? Let's see if we can get that one to stick. The way we should do it. Mm-hmm. That's how they control everything by controlling the language. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393 Pat Gray Unleashed. More of it coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here as well. 888-933-93. Something else that's breaking today is the president has signed an executive order on Obamacare repealing, at least starting the process of repealing Obamacare. He announced uh, last Friday that he's starting the process of repeal and replace. And uh, today, surrounded by top officials, business leaders, and even Senator Rand Paul, who was apparently signing off on this ish on this thing, uh, in the White House's Roosevelt Room, they praised his executive order as a step towards repealing and replacing Obamacare. He's been stuck, of course, with this uh, Congress who will do nothing to to nothing good anyway, uh, along the lines of repealing. So he's no. kind of taking it into his own hands. Nothing at all. I mean, they had a chance to do that little <clears throat> short-term repeal, and then that's when McCain had a little hissy fit on the floor. Yeah, they've had a couple of tries at this, and they can't get anything mm-hmm. done. Yeah. So, uh, he said, we've been hearing about the disaster of Obamacare for so long, in my case, many years, most of it outside in civilian life. And for a long period of time, since I've started running and since I became president of the United States, I just keep hearing... Repeal and replace, repeal and replace. Well, we're starting that process. And we're starting it in a very positive manner. Said so the owner, the order w- uh, will cost the federal government virtually nothing and will force insurance companies to start fighting to sign people up for care. <laughs> he said, uh, the president said, but the competition will be staggering. Insurance companies will be fighting to get every single person si- signed up. And you'll be hopefully negotiating, 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 and you'll get such low prices for such great care. <laughs> Fourth grade. I, I love it. You so hopefully people will be negotiating, negotiating, negotiating. Seriously. And and you'll get such great such low prices for such great care. What more could you want than such great Low prices for such great care. I, I don't know. I mean, that's everything. That's right deep, there. though. But it's, that's kind of that's too many details there. 
<laughs> it like, is. Like, you need to kind of condense it, it down for, for us. Dumb it down. Con- dumb it down. Condense I, it for the masses, sir. I'm not sure I understand. You'll get such low prices for such great care. How many well, times did you use deep. the word negotiate? Three. Three times? Three times. See, that's too many. Yeah. Because you're going to have to shrink it down and just say negotiate twice. Mm-hmm. Sir. Uh, then he uh, he didn't back down on his desire, of course, and fulfill the signature campaign promise. And he's tried to he's tried to pressure Congress into actually doing something, which is you know probably the thing to do. But he said, "Well, this is promoting healthcare choice and competition all across the United States. This is going to be something that millions and millions of people will be signing up for, and they're going to be very happy. <laughs> this will be great healthcare. All right. Well, if we're going to be very happy." Then, then I'm not I'm complaining. Happy. I mean, no, we're happy. I'm, I'm happy about it. He says, uh, says I'm happy, happy. I'm going to be very happy, aren't you? I'm happy, I'm happy, happy, happy is what I am. I'm looking forward to such low prices for such great care because I don't have that right now. And then <laughs> right. I'm not Either. very happy about my health care, but I want to be. And he says I'm going to be. So that's great. But when is that going to happen? Do I don't know? know. We don't know. There's so little details in this thing. Well, I, I don't like this. Trump said he will direct the Secretary of Labor to consider expanding access to association health plans, which would allow employers uh, to form groups across state lines offering coverage, et cetera, et cetera. I don't like, I mean, I understand this is, this is the pitfalls of, a, of an executive order, mm-hmm. but it will direct the Secretary of Labor to consider? That means the next Secretary of Labor could be like, nah, I'm not considering it. Well, yeah, that's always the problem with these things, with these, like with these temporary fixes. I tell you what, let's do this. Let's do this. I got an idea. Pat, 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 see if you can get on board with this. Why don't we elect a Republican House? Let's elect a Republican Senate. Let's elect a Republican president. And then we don't have to worry about all this silly executive orders that, you know, come and go in the middle of the night. Oh, wait. Sound good? Yeah. No. No? Uh, sadly, we thought that was going to work, but it didn't. And that's what we were promised. Well, you just, you just wait until we have a Republican House. And we, we did. And you, well, you, but okay, we don't have the Senate. We need that. Mm-hmm. And we did. And well, we don't have the presidency. Mm-hmm. And we do. And so still nothing. Are you tired of winning? But uh, I'm uh, almost. Just about almost. there? Yeah. Just After he gives me such low prices and great care, I'm going to be tired of winning. I that's think, when, at that's, that point. That's that, when you're going to be That's like, going to push me off. over the edge. I mean, maybe they'll start sending us coupons in the mail. Maybe. That's what it sounds like. When I get such low prices for such great care, I think I'm going to be very happy. And... Uh, I'll let you know then. <laughs> I look forward to your report on that. It's going to be good times. <laughs> oh, man. 888 Why? Why is it we can't get Republicans who can really articulate points of view? You know, Allie and uh, Josh were in here, and, and Allie worked for uh, Ted Cruz's campaign. Yeah. And, you know, she's, they're both conservative kids. They, they, went, they met at CPAC. <laughs> um, and so uh, even... even Ted Cruz, who is a great conservative, can't articulate his position in a ma- in a manner that moves people. You know, there just doesn't seem to be a Republican on the horizon who can communicate really well with people. Mm, I got one. Uh, who? Senator Ben Sass. That's where I thought you were going to go with that. <laughs> and Sass is good. Uh, he is. Good. Uh, I don't. I don't know if he has a chance to win the presidency, but he's, he is. He's pretty good, and he's a lot of fun on good. Twitter too. He yeah, he can is. speak the language of millennials. I mean, he is yeah. a hip 
boy, I don't sound hip saying the word hip. He is a very coherent uh, yeah, yes. individual who yeah. can articulate well. Yes. Unlike me. 888 Uh Let's go to Gabe in Texas. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hello, sir. Hey. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. So my take on this uh, whole Trump and NBC thing is, you know, I was raised uh, that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that seems to be a common sense thing that is lost, that oh, now yeah. it's even words can hurt. I mean, it, so yes. he, he's his feelings are hurt, and so now he's got to lash out and and take them out. That's that's very true, Gabe, and it's it's sad, but it, it does seem to be the case. He's pretty thin skinned, and I think we've seen yeah. that from the beginning. Appreciate the call. Uh, no matter if you're a Trump supporter or not, you, I think you have to admit that he's thin skinned at least. And in our society, we've become such babies that we can't handle anything anymore. We. Uh, this firefighter story is just astounding to mm-hmm. me. This month in Detroit, uh, Robert Pattison went to introduce himself to his fellow firefighters. He had just gotten the job. This was his first day at Engine 55 in Detroit. And it's uh, it's not a mandatory thing, but it's it's really suggested that on your first day as a firefighter, you bring in something that everybody can eat. Donuts or pizza or whatever, but you come bearing gifts. So, Pattison, who is a probationary firefighter, which I guess means you've just been hired, but there's a probationary sure. period. Mm-hmm. He brought in a watermelon and put it on the table. <gasps> Wait, what? Now, watermelon and put it on the table. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but you, I guess you can't. <laughs> he was fired for that. I can't. He was fired for bringing in a watermelon because, as apparently some African American firefighters who worked there were instantly offended by a. Come on. Now, if he had a note that said something racist, I could understand that. But don't black people eat watermelon? Do white people eat watermelon? Why is that a. Why is that a racial thing? He says. Uh, Robert Pattison says that wasn't it wasn't intended as a joke or I wasn't trying to make some statement. I just brought something for everybody to eat. It is unbelievable. The offense people take over the dumbest things now, the the thinness of our skin is unbelievable. A firefighter should be fired immediately. They don't even they don't even talk to him about it necessarily. They don't even... In fact, he did deny that he was trying to do anything offensive. So, it, I mean, it leads me to believe that we better start cordoning off the produce section of grocery stores right now. That's reasonable. We better put curtains around the watermelon displays and, obviously, the bananas, the incredibly offensive racist bananas yeah the hateful racist offensive bananas and watermelon need to be shielded from our sight because black people sometimes go into stores wouldn't they be offended by that wow um maybe we need to provide counselors for any shoppers who are shocked by the rotisserie chicken that is cooking at some of these grocery stores i i mean we are so ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous now <laughs> oh 
It's got to stop. This, I mean, it has to stop. Somebody has, and these private businesses can do whatever they want, but you're just destroying our country when you're doing this stuff. And I, I, I don't know how we stop it um, until somebody wises up in a position of power and says, no, I'm not going to fire the guy because he brought in a watermelon. Unless there's really good information you have that he meant it as some sort of racist uh, declaration. Yeah, there hasn't been a quote. There hasn't been anybody nope. saying, yeah, and he said this. There hasn't been a note, like you said. Nope. He didn't say this was for the black people there. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say any of that. I now, give up. If he did, sure, then he deserves to be fired. But he didn't. I mean, it's like the, it's like the Dove commercial the other day. That was pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Okay? When you have a Facebook advertisement that shows a black woman using Dove and then becoming white afterwards, inferring that the blackness made her dirty and now she's clean as a white person. I mean, that's obvious. Although I saw saw an ad that was a video of that, and it showed the black woman, the white woman, and a Hispanic woman afterwards. That wasn't depicted in in the ad that we saw, but the video presentation of of it apparently was just that all these different women are using Dove. That makes sense. Hmm. But there are things that are that are obviously racist, and and bringing a watermelon to work, I don't think is one of them. We gotta get over this stuff. It's we pathetic. have to. We are we are literally killing our nation. Absolutely, political correctness. Absolutely are. There's also a way you can prepare for uh, catastrophes and disasters that we've seen plenty of lately. Um, you know, it could be a weather disaster. It could be some sort of terrorism. You, you never know. But whatever comes, you can be prepared for it by providing your family a solid foundation for survival with food. And the best place to go, the place where I, I go for, for my uh, food supply is my Patriot Supply, America's most trusted emergency food stored storage providers. Uh, they really know what they're doing. Call them today. Talk to them about uh, your preparedness plans. They can walk you through the process, make suggestions for you. And right now, you can get started with a 102-serving survival food kit this week for less than a dollar per serving. Call them today at 888 or just order online at preparewithpat.com. That's 888-411-5293 or online at preparewithpat.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. In addition to the watermelon story, uh, we have another one on the wussification of America. There's a volunteer coach who is banned from a school where he helps kids. Uh, he he does wrestling. And, and they, they go to this school and they practice the wrestling at this school. And he's a volunteer, right? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a volunteer. And now he's been banned from bringing the kids to the school for the practice because uh, 
Uh, he called some thugs. Thugs. Wait a minute. Look at this video. Here's what these guys did. Uh, this 18-year-old jumps and kicks this special ed student oh. in the back and just flattens I him. I cannot see this. Uh, he races across the play- playground, jumps oh. up, and kicks both feet into his back, knocking him face first into the pavement. Okay. The kid's a special needs student. Just horrific. This coach saw that, and he said, we've got to stop thugs like this. So the school, the mother of one of the kids, the mother of one of these thugs, thugs okay, took offense to that, called the school, and the, and the school went to the superintendent, and the superintendent said, this guy can no longer use our school as a practice facility. Un- he is banned from the school. Believable. I wonder if that mom also said to that boy of hers, uh, hey, um, why were you kicking somebody in the back for no reason at all? I doubt it. I, I doubt it. I cannot. You know, it, it doesn't matter if the kids who did that to the special needs kid were black or white. Right. They're thugs. Mm-hmm. Thugs, by the way, doesn't denote any race. White people can be thugs. Black people can be thugs. Hispanics could be thugs. Native Americans. So wait a minute. Hold kids on. who climb on rocks. Oh. Fat kids. Skinny kids. Even kids with chicken pox can be thugs. If they act like that. Oh. If they act like that. Yeah. So wait a minute. This school is clearly against kids with special needs. <laughs> yeah, that's where he should go with this. Right? That's where he should go with this because it's so ridiculous. And I, that video is just uh, The video is dis- super disturbing. disturbing. Yeah. If you're, if you're not watching on television and, you, uh, and you just, you're listening on radio, be happy because it's not, it, it's, it really hurts to watch it. It really hurts. 888-900-3393. Uh, let's go to Carol in Texas. Hey, Carol, you're on the blaze. Hi. Um, do Hi. I need to take my phone off a speaker? Uh, I'd be helpful, probably. Mm-hmm. Can you do it? Okay. Okay, yeah, that's uh, better. About the fire department, I don't understand why it's racist to bring a watermelon into a fire department. <laughs> I grow watermelon, and I'm white. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to oh, me. Oh, man. I know. I know. Thanks for the call, Carol. For a long time, there's been some stereotype, apparently, about watermelon and black people, right? Or fried chicken and black people. Yeah, I don't know where it comes from. But I don't yes. know. I My wife eats more water, watermelon than anybody I know. We've always got watermelon at our house. Does that is it stereotypical white people food, too? Yes. I mean, just everybody eats watermelon. Pat, I, I don't well, even understand okay. why that's a thing like Carol. All right, man. I'm there, too. Here's the problem. You mm-hmm. keep throwing that word around, and Which you're going to have to pull it in. That, that obviously racist the word. watermelon? Whoa, hey. Oh, have we been yeah. dumping this, Ellie? <laughs> I mean, he's probably laid down watermelon. Oh, gosh. I just did and it. you just did it. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Half a dozen times we've I mean, done that's this. how stupid it is, though. That's how stupid no, we are as a society right now. Literally, our society is that stupid. Crazy. Jim in Tennessee, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How hey, you doing? Doing good. Yeah, I am. Um, not if you've learned about this or not, but this month on the 28th in a little town called Shelbyville, Tennessee... Mm-hmm. They're having a White Lives Matter Day, which is just, it's oh, ridiculous, boy. and it's stupid that we're having that. Yeah. I mean, and they're asking for right trouble. It. You're just asking for trouble. Yeah. Um, you are. And what people forget, we have the right to not show up and legitimize them. Right. 
You know, if, if right. we took a day and actually nobody showed up, no cameras, no news, all of a sudden it goes from a rally to just a bunch of guys standing on the lawn. Yeah. And it totally delegitimizes them. Is this, is this being done by white supremacists or KKK or yeah. it is? It was three oh, different. They had no. different. I saw three different people speaking, and then I'm like, really? <laughs> do we really need to do this in my state? It's, it's so embarrassing, and it's just ridiculous. Well, it's, it's embarrassing, and it's incendiary. Somebody's going somebody to set off a firestorm here that's going to be tough to control. Uh, we're already worried about it. Charlottesville. We don't want another one of those. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I can yeah. tell you that news crews probably already have their hotel rooms booked. Oh, I bet they do. Yeah, uh, they'll make sure a huge deal out of this, and and then and then they'll cast it as if all conservatives or all people on the right uh, feel this way and act this way, and it's just it's pathetic. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Jim. That's uh, that's really concerning. Now, if you're doing all lives matter, that's a different thing, and we've we've actually made that statement a lot of times. Mm-hmm. All lives matter. Not just black lives, because the black lives people came out and wanted to specifically say that because of the shootings. But but then the other side said, well, all lives matter, which includes black lives. Of course, black lives matter, but so does everybody else. And maybe you should look into some of the shootings that you have misperceptions about. That would be helpful. Yeah, I just looked this up, a story on this. Almost as soon as an alliance of white nationalist groups announced it was planning to hold a rally this month in Tennessee, oh, opposing no. activists across the state spring into action. No, no. Uh, on the heels, it goes on to talk about uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center. They're getting into this. It's uh, going to be uh, it's gonna be Charlottesville Part 2. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. That's what's setting up here. It's just another thing to divide us, just another thing to get us at each other's throats. Another thing that police will probably have to be involved with, and it puts them in danger. It's just, it's, these white supremacists need to be told to sit down and shut up. So here's the problem that I see developing for Shelbyville. The police department uh, previously said the League of the Southern Orga- uh, South Organizers indicated they plan to rally on city sidewalks that day, though they weren't sure where specifically the event will take place in the city. So I don't know if they got a permit just to be on... Hmm. sidewalks and could be anywhere in the town. I, I don't know if they, they have a more specific plan yet or will by October 28th, but uh, they could spring up. I guess in theory they could be on any sidewalk that day in that town. Oh, this isn't going to be good. No. And, and again, it's a, it's another thing dividing us. Uh, they just came out with a list of the most polarized brands in America. Now, these, this is they separate these into Clinton voters and if they approve of these companies and Trump voters and their approval. Uh, and it's kind of interesting because the NFL just hit this list as one of the most polarized brands in America. At number 15 is NBC Sports. Hmm. Um, Clinton voters view it positively, 65% of people, only 23% of, of Trump supporters. So that's a 42-point difference. Cabela's. Why is Cabela's a negative brand name what? to Clinton supporters? Oh, okay, Clinton it's, supporters. They're plus 28 Whatever. Uh, on approval, plus 73 with Trump supporters. That's a 45-point difference. Uh, Breitbart is minus 34 in the minds of Clinton supporters, but plus 12 with, uh, with Trump supporters for a 46-point difference. Then you've got Fox Business... Chick-fil-A, how can you have a negative impression of the most delicious chicken sandwich on the face of the earth? Yeah, but wait. And some of the best milkshakes 
anywhere. I thought they hate people, though. Well, that's what that, that's obviously what Clinton uh-huh. supporters think, yeah. because only 24% of Clinton supporters have a positive view of Chick-fil-A, while 71% of Trump supporters, 47 point, point difference there. Chick-fil-A. And it's because, wasn't the owner, said, did the owner say something about gay marriage? Was I, that, I don't even. I can't remember what the was issue was. so ancillary. Yeah, and so long ago. It was so pointless. Uh, CBS News, you know, obviously Clinton supporters like it and, and Trump supporters don't. Huffington Post, same thing. ABC News, same thing. Wow. 71% of Clinton supporters, only 10% of Trump supporters like it. That's a 61-point difference. Next on the list, at number seven, the seventh most polarizing brand in America, National Football League. And that's brand new. It's plus 38 with Clinton supporters, minus 24 with Trump supporters. 62-point difference. Dang. Wow. Wow. Fox News is just ahead of it. Then MSNBC, The New York Times, NBC News, CNN. And at number one, the most polarizing brand in America, Trump Hotels. <laughs> Minus 52 with Clinton voters, plus 48 with Trump voters. A 99-point difference. <laughs> wow. uh, actually, that can't be 99. 52 and then 48. Not good that's that. not 99. Uh, 80. It's big. It's, <laughs> it's a big. lot. It's big. It's a it, lot. It, I don't know what it is, but it's not 99. It's big water. 888 <laughs> <laughs> We got uh, Chewing the Fat coming up with Jeffy. Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Huh. That must mean it's time again for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Hi. Hey, Jeffy. How you doing? I'm good. I just want to uh, first start with um, a little earlier in the broadcast. You mm-hmm. were talking about the ups and downs of the Vegas shooting. And where we're going. And, and the details that keep coming keep out that are so weird. Like this and security guard wasn't a security, a security guard, guard. Or at least not a registered shot, one. It was, mm-hmm. And uh, he went down before the guy went, you know, way before the shooting started and all this. And I just want to be, you know, saying, hey, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You're not? Mostly. A long pause there. <laughs> I think it was really almost I, awkward. I, I, I love all the conspiracy theorists and I just want to start uh, one. Okay. okay. The security guard was the second shooter. Heard it here first. Uh, he was involved in the shooting. I'd throw a legend in there and uh, <laughs> in my humble opinion kind of thing so that you're not sued out of existence. It's, uh, Isn't that what and, I said? A legend second shooter? <laughs> yes. It Isn't is that what you said. I, yes, I did is. say I believe that he's clearly. the legend second shooter. Yes, I think you clearly <laughs> and, said that. In my opinion, I think it's possible. Uh-huh. I don't know that for a fact. Did <laughs> okay, I say that? Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> All of those things. I'm all about that. All about it. So the robots are taking over. You know that. I know. I that. mean, you know that robots are taking over. 
and we've gotten stories every day about how they're getting better and better, and the sex industry is on fire with robots, <laughs> yes, and we've is. had all kinds of studies showing that people are okay with robots as long as they know they're robots. When they start trying to make robots be more human-like, um, people are like, no, that's not right, because they just don't have, oh, really? the, they don't have the learning curve. The studies all show that well, the more <laughs> human they try to be, the more uncomfortable the more, people yes, are. Yes, because they're not, quite, they're not human. They know that <laughs> something's off. Wait till they get the right to vote. Right. You heard it here first. Well, that's what's happening. Now, we also have, now we have uh, Polymer College in California introduced Pepper this week. Uh, they have two robots now roaming the campus, giving the students information. And uh, we should have the picture of Pepper, but Pepper is, uh, yeah, they got a great deal on it. Pepper. They got a great deal on it. They got it for only 25000 normally 50 They only got a, they got a couple Peppers, and they're going to look for another Pepper for one of their other campuses. So they have two on separate campuses, and they're looking for the third one on their Are third campus. Are they going campus. to college to become doctors? They can answer, Pepper can answer, and all the robots is See kind of the same there? thing. 800 to 1,200 campus-related questions. Wow. They can detect human emotions. Like the frown or the smile, because they've got the 3D cameras and the lasers in their eyes. Um, they have student engagement, and they also, uh, you know, robots use artificial intelligence to help students answer the most common questions. They can text students' directions to any building on campus, answer questions, where is the math center? On top of that, they dance, they can take selfies with students, and, um, you know, they, they learn. Uh, Pepper will be able to learn and get smarter as the... As the days go on, they have uh, voice recognition, so they're just getting you more and more use hmm. to interacting. Someone's going to hit Pepper the over the head with a baseball bat. Well, and that's what happened, right? The one robot that oh, really? was uh, supposed to uh, travel the country, go across the country, what was its name? Ah, It started in Europe, and what they did is they tra- it was supposed to travel across the country, mm-hmm. and in Philadelphia, it got attacked and ripped oh. apart, and they really? shut down the project. Yeah, it started in New York, hmm. and it was going to travel around the country and uh, take pictures and see, you know, interact and, and learn. It Hitchbot. was a study. Yes, Hitchbot was <laughs> going to learn and get studied uh, how people interact with it mm-hmm. and treat it. got rides. Here's the headline. Hitchbot, hitchhiking robot, gets beheaded in Philly. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed people were giving it rides and being nice to it and everything, and then in Philly, mm, dead. <laughs> Philly. <laughs> You hear that? Philly. Have a nice day. <laughs> hey, mm. what's your name? <laughs> Dead. Wow. Hitch what? <laughs> yeah, see you later. Oh, Hitchbox. Another tremendous robot. story mm-hmm. that uh, you touched on earlier was the pharmacy in Washington, D.C. for our illustrious leader. Disturbing story. It is. I don't, I don't really care about the. Unbelievable. I don't care about the, the uh, you know, the perk that they have. I, well, what bothers me yes. is the medication they're receiving. And if you've got Alzheimer's patients in the Congress, uh, to me, that's a warning sign that maybe you shouldn't be in office anymore. Uh, absolutely. And and you heard from uh, the pharmacist. Uh, Could that Dr. be Nancy Kim, Pelosi's Mike problem? Kim. He talked about. Could it have been Harry Reid's problem? Diabetes and Alzheimer's. Uh, yeah. And diabetes is one thing, mm-hmm. I know, but it's a deadly disease. Yep. And we both know, I mean, Alzheimer's. We is have a right horrific. to know who's got Alzheimer's I think we in do. Congress. We have a right to know. I think we do. I, I yep. think the HIPAA laws and, and yeah, all I, of that. I mean, are, that's great. You're, unless uh, you're in office yeah, you're, making you know, decisions for us. You know what? You're leading you, the free world. Here's yeah. the trade off. Here's the trade off. You want to keep your insider trading? Then we need to know who's taking what meds up there, okay? It's going to be a trade-off. 
But, I mean, they've spent millions of dollars on this uh, administration, on the uh, office of... Uh, Doctor, whatever, what is, gosh darn it, what is it called now? The office I was of, trying to think of that earlier today, too, and it, it, it says in the story. The office of the attending physician. That's what it is. Navy doctors triage medical emergencies and provide basic health care for lawmakers. And they, look, they pay an annual fee of $611 for that. That's that's pretty low, so, low price. <laughs> what is that? Uh, yes. You know. <laughs> 50 bucks a month? 50 bucks Come a month. Come on. Not even that. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> that's a heck of a pretty deal. pretty good deal. Yes, and they've been now. They've been. They got all wound up right during uh, when they start. When we started with the healthcare, uh, when they started healthcare, we found out that they spent like uh, three or four million dollars on this office, and they get. I mean, they had spent a lot of money on this doctor's office mm-hmm. for our world leaders. It was three point seven nice million this year. That's real nice of them. Three point seven million. Right, and so they call it a prescription. And it just gets delivered. Yep. So the, they don't have to do anything. They don't even have to leave the premises to get a doctor's right. visit, a doctor's diagnosis, and the, get and the, the prescription, the bring prescription it in. right afterwards. Get the prescription, bring it on in. Which is nice. Okay. Well, again, and I again, understand they get some perks. I, I do, too. I'm not Fine. really... I'm not really... I don't care about that that much. Uh, not, not much. I, you know, I'm not going to get all excited about what I am excited about. Is the diseases. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I, if you've got I, some form of dementia, get... Out and you of know, office and go take care of yourself. And we've seen video footage of many of our leaders, and I say many, half a dozen. Okay, we don't know how many, but we've seen video footage of at least half a dozen. Well, you got to say Nancy Pelosi's that are, got that are out of their mind. It could be Nancy Pelosi. It could have been Harry Reid. Um, uh, you know, maybe Hank Johnson. Hank Johnson, the guy from uh, Louisiana or Mississippi. Remember him, the animals on the farm Thad guy Cochran. that they put yes. in office? Thad Cochran. Thad Cochran, Thad yes. Cochran. Out of his mind. You literally never see that man? Right. No. I swear, he sits in his office no, you... all day, is told how to vote. He walks down there, oh, gets yeah. rolled down there, votes, and goes back he to his may be, office. He oh, may yeah. be one with yes. uh, he very a well real could problem be. like that. He so, might be. I mean, those, that's, I don't know. I think that's, I'm with you on that being Awful, we deserve dangerous for the country. Trudeau. Dangerous for the country. We uh-huh. deserve that. Yep. I mean, uh, I, get, I get that we're not supposed to know your health issues. Well, do you remember how people and, yelled and screamed about Reagan at the end of his term? Yes. Second term? They were yelling and screaming. The guy's obviously got some kind mind. of dementia. Well, and he did. I mean, not at that time, supposedly. Supposedly. They said it happened right after he left office. But it could have. it was obviously coming on at the end. So it's a legitimate thing to be concerned right. with. And the reason they set this up, in the article it talks about uh, at one point, uh, 100 years ago or something, three or four congressmen died in office. So they felt like, uh, well, hey, we need to have a physician on premise. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right? Good. Again, I don't care that much about it. Good. We want to be able to to treat the people that are, Mm -hmm. are hopefully making decisions and are making decisions that affect all of us every day. Yes. But we also want them in right mind. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with uh, physical disabilities. That's not physical too much di- to ask. Disabilities no, but your mind's got to be clear. Yes, your thank mind you. must be clear. Thank you. Uh, I don't think that's too much to ask. <laughs> if it is, just turn off the country. <laughs> just turn it off. No, that's that's got to be the new slogan of this show. <laughs> just turn, turn off, off the country. The- <laughs> <laughs> that's a new T-shirt. Oh, turn off a- the country. <laughs> So, along with robots helping us out uh, in America, last uh, last week or the week before, we talked a little bit about how uh, uh, more and more people are having groceries delivered to your home. 
but a lot of people didn't like the idea and were against having them delivered to your home. Yeah, uh, people were okay with uh, going into your home, ordering right? it to the you know ordering at the store and going to pick it up, having it ready for you, so you didn't have to. My shop. wife's done that. Yes, all, pretty convenient. All the time. Yeah, it's, it's real convenient. It's nice. It's very nice. It's nice they're, but they're, I don't think I wouldn't like somebody coming over delivering walking into our house when i'm not there yeah into whether you no. that could be uh yeah. well walmart has started a, a test project uh with partnership with smart lock uh and they're testing it now and they've got the ad here that we'll watch about uh, how easy it is for them just to deliver your food right to your home and oh, great. you're able to know when they're there and watch it happen okay in partnership with smart lock and get those get those eggs just put right into your fridge and here Life it is. Life today is busier than ever. You have a lot to get done and often don't have enough time to squeeze it all in. Right? What if you didn't feel like you had to be in two places at once to get everything done? It's... Walmart just may have a solution. It's a new concept we're testing with companies like August Home. The idea is you can choose to receive orders from Walmart.com, not just to your door and left on the front porch, but securely inside your home. If you're not home, rather than leaving the package on the front porch, the driver enters a one-time use code using the August Home app. You're alerted the moment the driver enters the code into the keypad and can even watch the delivery as it happens through home security cameras. At Walmart, we're testing (laughs) all kinds of new ways to make shopping faster and more convenient. Can't be real. So you don't have to be in two places at once. We're moving fast to find more ways to save you time and money. Because <laughs> That's great. I mean, if, hey, even if it's not real, I love the idea of it. At Walmart, we're testing new methods to break into your home when you're not there. We'll even leave some food after we take some of your fine jewelry or furniture or help ourselves to a television. And yes, you can watch us on the camera. Load up your as, things. As we walk it out to our car and drive away. <laughs> that's, that's incredibly creepy. Are you kidding me? That is unbelievable. I mean. Would you do that? There's no way even you would do that. I don't know. No way. Come on. Know. You give them an access code I that mean, they only use one time. They're not going <laughs> to well, come back when you're on rotates, vacation. Right? I mean, SmartLock is the ones that are changing it, right? It's I the, don't know. It's the security company that's creepy. changing the codes. And you get the alert on your app. I mean, I, I... No, I'm not doing that. I mean, go ahead and do it if you want. But uh, this is America. You can choose to have somebody break into your home when you're not there if you want. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, we get the we have the we have the Instacarts right where you can order and they bring it to your house. Yeah, you know. But I mean, well, while I'm there, if yeah. they can ring yeah, the doorbell, I mean, I'll to, come get it. Yeah, you have to be there because yeah. of the refrigerated items. I mean, yes, difficult. <laughs> I don't know the ice cream melting outside the door. Uh, or them coming into my house and stealing me the blind. Freezer. They're not going to. I'm, I'm going to say thing. ice cream melts. They're not going to steal you blind, though, right? I, well, I don't know. We don't know these people like, at all. We don't know them. Don't know. Are they doing extensive Why, yeah. background checks, I or guess. is that insensitive? Well, that's probably insensitive because I <laughs> know that uh, right you know a few months is. ago, Walmart was asking their employees uh-huh. to deliver <laughs> groceries to people's homes on their way home. Mm. So, I mean. Those people, I guess, are probably vetted through Walmart. Who knows? But, you know, when you have, uh, you know, Bill from Home Goods on his way home mm-hmm. <laughs> dropping off, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. 
Bill, who just got out of the pen, (laughs) got a great job at Walmart delivering food to people's houses when they're not there. On my way home from the (laughs) the shoe department, thought I'd drop off your medicine and your dairy product. Uh Just let me in. Yeah. (laughs) Good idea. But, you know. I don't know. It's getting there where it's out where it'd be okay. I think if you have the cameras and you have the security, you keep you keep thinking that. Go ahead and do, do it. Just bring in Go the food. It. Leave it. Leave me alone. Okay. Even if I'm home, I'm laying in mm-hmm. my bed. Shut up. Put it in the fridge. <laughs> nice. Right. And for you, yes. right. For you, that's right. For you. <laughs> and our friend, uh, our friend Megan Kelly is uh, in the news again. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got the you know the big show on NBC. Yeah. And uh, boof. According to NBC, uh, ratings since Megyn Kelly joined the network. <laughs> oh, no. Tanking. Not numbers? only ratings plummeting since Megyn Kelly joined the Today franchise, but the numbers show Kelly's lead-in is also affected. Kathy Lee's show, uh, which follows straight afterwards. So, can't, Well, you can't, whoa, whoa, whoa. you can't blame her for the lead-in. You can't blame her for the lead-in. No, I'm blaming mean, no, her for the, for the... No, she's leading into them. Right. So, and they're dying. So, hold yes, on. you can't blame her for that. You can't uh, blame Megan Kelly because your lead-in is going down. That has nothing to do with Megan Kelly. Hold on. What show comes on the air first? No, no, no. Megan, then, then Kathy Lee. Megan. Oh, she's the lead-in right. for Kathy is Lee. You got the Today Show. Oh. You got the Today Lee. Show, and you got Megan. And right. she, now, yes. Today Show okay, is actually... She's leading into Kathy Lee. Right. Now she, That's but what, different. But your argument is, is that the Today Show is Shouldn't blaming be, Megan yes. for their... Yes. For their, yes. And you can't do that. You well, can't blame her for that. You can blame her for, for Kathy. For Kathy Lee, yeah. if she follows yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, but they say, how that, bad is it? Now they say their their spin on this is that she posted the highest ratings yet in the key demographic uh, mm-hmm. on Monday. Mm-hmm. Her biggest total viewer number since the premiere. Uh, and look, everyone knows ratings fluctuate. Sure. At the start of a new show, and, and that is a, true. Yeah. There's nothing. They usually fluctuate up. At the right. start of a show, no, 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 not down. Yeah, let's Megan ask the, uh, the Today Show host. XFL how ratings but, uh, fluctuate. Kelly's uh, Today segment, uh, according to these numbers, uh, down 32% Oof. Uh, when compared Whoa. to during the same hour in 2016. And Kathy and who is it? Hoda? Yeah. H-O-D-A, Hoda? Mm-hmm. Uh, down 26%. Good God. So she's down 32 and they're down 26. Oof. Um, what a difference a year makes. Boy, no She was a hot commodity kidding. a year ago. And then came Donald Trump. Right. She that, should not have interviewed him that second time. No, that should not have happened. That was she lost credibility. She pissed call. off Trump supporters. And she, she lost pissed off credi- her supporters. She lost credibility with people like us. Yes. Who expected more of her interview with him. Instead of the ass kissing. Yeah. And, and the, the Democrats Trump supporters, certainly don't like her. And the Trump supporters all went, oh, see, she's just coming back around trying to make up. Mm-hmm. Try to make up too late now. She's in a bad position oh, now. Oh, man. That's tough. I know. And uh, my Facebook pick of the day. Mm-hmm. As I'm sc- scrolling through the old Facebook feed. Uh, boy, what a reminder that things change. And sometimes, maybe not for the better. But do you remember this from years past? On television, one screen, Howard Cosell, O.J. Simpson, and Bruce Jenner. Oh, wow. The Monday Night Football. Wow. I mean, you want to That's talk something. about... Yeah, that is. Okay, that one is. of them has been uh, <laughs> in jail for the last eight years, nine years. Okay, also, most people Believe. suspect yeah. him of a double murder. The <laughs> other one is now a woman 
and the one in the middle is dead. And also discredited in the end of, can, his, can at the re- end of his life. Can, wow. Also discredited right with his racist comment. Yeah, that I know was, that was a shame, but yeah. I'm just saying that he was. It was just a fact. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he wasn't racist. Who is no, the, not at all. He was not racist. Not a close. Not Ask even Muhammad close. Ali about right. that. Yeah, right. Not even close. Yeah. Who's this quote by? Is that Howard Cosell saying that, or is that somebody just putting that on there? Hello again, everyone. This is Howard Cosell. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking into the future, and you're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> no, we're not, Howard. That's great. Could have been. Could have been. That actually could have been a real quote, but I, I doubt it. Right. All right. That. All right. Chewing the fat. With Jeffy. Wait. This is where you waddle out. Marches. <laughs> oh, are you playing A little premature. I can't hear it. Yeah. Is it because your ears are all clogged? <laughs> uh, is that the problem? I think. Now you have yes. your you have your I do system. Have the system. I do have the system, and I'm looking forward to. You using had it yesterday. It. I, know, I didn't use it last Why? night. I don't know. I got. Okay. This. No more procrastinating. You use that tonight. I want to report tomorrow. Hmm. You can stop pointing that finger at me is one of the things that can happen. I'll tell you that right now. You use it, and then I'll stop pointing the finger. (laughs) Uh, But then you won't have to use the cotton swabs or the candles. I know you've tried all that stuff. And they suck. It doesn't work. But the Wax RX ear wash system, doctor developed and works really safely. Uh, the method is is one physicians trust the most. It's just like the system they use in their office, but you pay a lot less for it. The WaxRx system comes with everything you need to safely clean out your ears, condition them to be smooth, soft, and supple. I know. I, I'm looking forward to that, too. I will. Yeah, you want supple ears, I, I do. right? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who's going to confirm Who that doesn't? Jeffy's ears Thank have you. become supple? Uh, Jeffy himself. Okay. Because uh, his wife doesn't even want to touch him. <laughs> uh, so go to usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. Use the promo code radio, and you'll get free standard shipping. Again, the address usewaxrx.com You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. now uh no longer twitterless pat it's at pat unleashed got this from chris burke who says my boss bought us pizza the other day as an italian american i was just appalled by the offensive gesture right (laughs) i was so appalled i only had three pieces chris i think you should call the police i I think you you, don't you think i mean that's you gotta call the police from justin Patton, he says at pat unleashed your show is the perfect mix of common sense and humor Sorry, Rush Limbaugh. I have to listen to Pat's show over yours now. <laughs> yes. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. That Appreciate was, that. That was great, to uh, great at Pat Unleashed or at Jeffy MRA? Uh, no, that was to at Pat oh, okay. Unleashed. Sorry, <laughs> Jeffy MRA. So, uh, you have a theory now about the security guard who's not really a security guard because he's not registered with the Nevada he's Commission. We've got all these changes going. Every day we get some kind of weird thing that's just Every not day. quite right with this. Yeah, the timeline changed yesterday. Now it's this. So you're, your I'm theory just say, is? I'm just saying that, uh, you know, the security guard that was shot in the hallway, <laughs> you know, it's possible that he was a second shooter. <laughs> and where was he shooting then? Because there were no other broken windows and you have to break the window to shoot out the window. There was the other one. 
There's two windows there was broken. Two, but we assume that the one guy did both of them. Well, I'm assuming that he's the second shooter. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm okay, just saying so they got theory. into a little scuffle. They got into a little fight. Uh huh. And that's what took down uh, took down homeboy. Uh, it's an interesting theory. We'll see if it comes to uh, <laughs> that's my theory. Fruition. You know, allegedly took down homeboy. Allegedly, like yes. <laughs> and it is interesting. You had the, the caller mention uh, the shooter in uh, Virginia in the at the baseball game. Yeah. How the shooters uh, when we talked about originally we talked about how it was strange that this guy was uh, an older white male. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, thinking about that, again, the shooter of the congressman uh, all playing baseball with the older white male. I mean, you know, the demo's changing. It's, yeah, it's weird. Weird. It's really re- weird. It's really weird. Uh, by the way, 888 if you'd like to participate in the show. But also, we're doing a Facebook Live today. Right after, immediately following the program, go to Facebook Live and watch me, Stu, and uh, Jeffy chew the fat. Uh, we'll figure out. What we'll talk about later. Oh, wow. You mean Stu's actually going to try to brace us with his Yeah, little... we're getting the band back together. Uh, reuniting, and it feels so good. All right, so we're going to play the hits? Reuniting, because we've understood. <laughs> There's one perfect thing, honey, and, and this one is it, or something. That's good. Did you just come up with that off the top of your head, huh? Yeah. Yeah, just right off the write, top write it down right now before we forget this All stuff. Right. Nah, that had never worked. No, yeah, nobody okay. wants to hear yeah, that. Fine, whatever. It's too sappy. Yeah, yeah, maybe somebody named with a fruit name or something. Yeah, yeah. Or an herb or a spice. Yeah, something like that. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Thanks for being here. 888-933-93. If you miss any portion of the show or you miss a whole show, heaven forbid, uh, we know where you live and we're going to track you down and find you. Uh, no, that's that wasn't where I was initially going with this. You can listen I mean, to us on demand. We will still, but yeah, that's that's still accurate. We don't like to talk about you it. can you can listen to us anytime on demand uh, with download the podcast on iTunes, um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Google Play yeah. Music. I mean, there's a million different we've places. We've offered you. I mean, I don't know how many what more we have to do. Right? Really? I mean, we give and we give and we give. This is why we'll come to your house if you don't do it. 888 uh, Also, I, I want to I want to play this ESPN uh, Butchie's Wilbon um <laughs> comment from the other day just unbelievable unbelievable we, didn't we decide yesterday his first name is butch yes, yeah yeah extensive research we so looked we'll back get, in we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get to that coming up but i wanted to play the president's remarks on the executive order that he signed on health care we don't have a lot of details on this but uh he talks about it here's here's what the president had to say we've been hearing about the disaster of obamacare for so long In my case, many years, most of it outside in civilian life. And for a long period of time since I started running and since I became president of the United States, I just keep hearing repeal, replace, repeal, replace. Well, we're starting that process process. and we're starting it in a very positive manner. 
And I can say, when you get Rand Paul on your side, it has to be positive. That I can tell you. <laughs> I mean, and you're going to have, he, he also said, he went on to say, you're going to have such low prices and such great options. Now, usually such low prices is followed by something. Such low prices that uh, are only available through Memorial such Day. Such great options right. like. <laughs> Wait a minute. He just leaves it at that. Wait a minute. Where's the uh, negotiate trifecta that he pulled on us? That wasn't Where's... in that particular clip, sadly, because oh. that was a genius statement as well. Negotiate, negotiate. Uh, I mean, negotiate. I guess it's good. I, you right? know, if it's you can't get Congress to I mean, act, I mean, we've, we've so, accepted. Something the, has to be done, right? We've accepted I mean, we've, the executive are we there offer. Yet? We're there, right? We're there, and something has to be done. I guess so. Um, but we've we've been accepting of this executive order system now for a really long time. We sure have. And so we're taking advantage of it on the right now, yeah, too. We sure if have. If you can him. consider him being on the right. That's so uh, 888-900-3393. He's the Republican. President. Yeah, he, he is. Uh, <laughs> he is a Republican, but not necessarily from the right. Uh, let's see. Do I have that? Yeah, I do have the Wilbon Plantation thing. Uh, okay, here's what... Uh, ESPN butt commentator Butchies Wilbon uh, said about the NFL situation. This just keeps being fired up by people like this on ESPN. Well, the president's done it too, but listen to this. After a large and apparently phony love-in a week ago, at least a couple of NFL owners are now showing they're not so supportive of their players' rights to express themselves freely. Uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones says he won't play any player who disrespects the flag. And the Dolphins announced players must stand for the national anthem, but can stay in the tunnel if they want to protest. Mm. This comes against the backdrop of Vice President Mike Pence walking out of the game in Indianapolis after more than 20 49ers knelt during the anthem while Colts locked arms. Tony, now the teams are doing a 180 and stepping away from their players. What happens next? All right, I'm going to dismiss the Miami Dolphins thing because if you're allowed to stay in the tunnel, then you're, you're you know, that that's... Not a stand like Jerry Jones is making. Jerry Jones is saying, you have to stand there. Everything has to be right or you're not going to play. I believe he has the right to do this as the employer. I'm not a lawyer. I think he would have the right to do this. What you wonder about is, what if it's Dak Prescott? What if it's Des Bryant? What if it's Ezekiel Elliott? And I just, I don't know how this works. He is saying they're not going to play, Mike. But he hasn't said, and we're not going to pay him. So, so I mean, that complicates the issue. Plus, I think that players like Jerry Jones. So, I my answer is, I don't know. And I don't know. And I think something volatile could happen. I do. Yeah, Tony, I, I got a serious problem here. A week ago, I said I thought Jerry Jones displayed some leadership. Because he seemed to understand compromise, saying, I, I, I need to be with my players. And he got down and linked arms and all this stuff. And then he said, but I want to honor the anthem. And I understand that. And it seemed like that was where he was going. But now it just seems like it was as phony as a $3 bill. And the word that comes to my mind, I don't care who doesn't like me using it, is plantation. The (laughs) players are here to serve me and they will do what I want no matter how much I pay them. They are not equal to me. That's what this says. To me and and mine. And I want to know where the players are going to go. These players in the NFL... Their careers and their contracts are not guaranteed. So he doesn't he doesn't care uh, who wants him to use the word plantation, nor does he apparently care if it makes any sense at all. 
Because that's the issue with him using the word plantation, alleging that that's slavery to have your players stand for the national anthem. This is what's going to kill ESPN. And I'm going to I'm probably going to cheer the death of it mm-hmm. because it's pathetic. Yep. All these guys are so left-wing. All of them are so liberal and progressive that they would call multi multi-millionaires slaves because their employer asked them to do something that won't hurt his fan base. Because their employer demands that they not chase away his customers. How pathetic is that? Really pathetic. It's despicable and just so unintelligent as to you just can't get your head around it. Everything that happens now that involves blacks and and maybe somebody asking something about that, it's always it always goes back to slavery. It's always compared to sure you does. being on the on the plantation. So playing football for a living and making five or ten or fifteen million dollars a year doing it, that's akin to picking cotton for your master. And it always look, that's wow. always that's always the trump card. Right? No it matter is. what. No matter what, when you it hit is. slavery, that's it. Yes. Uh, yes. And it just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And it deserves uh, to be called butt cheese to every human that believes <laughs> yes. that. Well, yes, and that's why I'm not. I'm not going to even look up his first name. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I don't like that show anyway. I I, do you so like that show with Kornheiser and and Wilbon? No. I I, I no. forget what it's called, but every time it's on, I just turn. And it drives me insane too because even on the clip, yeah. here's yeah, part of the interruption, and then they only have so they get the ding. With so much yeah, time. Yeah, he ignored the know. ding, I'd like to point out. He just kept rambling. Okay. Long after the ding. It. They always ignore the ding. Yeah, the, what, they don't care about for? the ding, what's so what's it there, there for? for? Right. Yeah, Thank a you. pointless ding. Right? <laughs> it serves no and purpose, just, that ding, I'll tell you that. just like butt cheese, it's a pointless ding. Thank yes, you. That's right. <laughs> just, it's it's really something else. And and we got to, you know, we talked about this earlier today. We, we've got to stand up to all this and say, okay, we've really had enough. We've had enough of watermelon being a, a, a symbol of racism when it isn't. Uh, when when a firefighter comes in and presents that as the first day food for all the rest of the firefighters. That- well, by the way, the firefighter got fired yeah. for bringing in watermelon. Mm-hmm. Right? That was perceived to be racist by one or two employees of the firehouse that were uh, African-American. Now, can he? He's been fired. I would say that he should be able to sue back and say that uh, that particular, um, what do you want to call hazing mm-hmm. of new firefighters bringing in food for the older firefighters? Uh, that needs to stop. You know what? That's hazing. That's and, good. And I feel bad about it. I that. didn't think that's where you were going. I, I was thinking defamation of character, but he, can, he has mm. multiple fronts he can go after <laughs> yes. here. I mean, wrongful termination. Thank you. Hey, I brought a food item. How is that racist? This guy's going to be yeah, able to find buy. that. You find that in every grocery store in America. Are you going to shut all those down? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so it's really silly. That's how sissified we've really been su- in the sure United is. States of America. It sure is. And and seriously, we really have to stop this. I don't know how you do it. You know, I was thinking I on the drive into work today because I was I was pondering all the things we had to talk about and how many of them involved the sissification of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if we could, 
if we could get together with a guy like, uh, it's got to be somebody on the left. It's got to be somebody who's beloved by right people on the right and people on the left. I think a guy like Bono could help us unite on certain things, like the United States Constitution, like freedom of speech. There's, there's certain places where we could find common ground with a guy like Bono from U2, where maybe he can help us break through to the other side and say, look, we're not, we don't hate you. We, we, we love you. We're, we, are, we are asked by our maker to love everybody. So we're trying to love you. Even you, Butchies. Join us on that. Yeah. And maybe we don't call them Butchies if we do this effort. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But that's kind of fun. You know, maybe. No, I'm trying that. to love. I'm try- I'll, I'm, I'll go out on a limb and say that I'm trying to love Butchies. Too. Uh-huh. Okay. And so I, I wonder if you could get Bono to help us reach out and come together. He's obviously a guy who loves America. I, I would love to do that. We've heard him He's speak religious. before. Yeah. Uh, we've heard him speak before on uh, the wonders of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Can we get the Constitution changed before 2020? Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I he don't know that it would president. do any good. Pat. I want him to run for president. I, I don't know foreigner. that it would do any good. Foreigner is president. I don't know if it would because I'll bet you I, he's left on a lot of social sure issues. He is. And and but but listen, even to if he, we could find someone, listen to what he said about capitalism. What was this two two years yeah, ago? This, something like here. That? aren't just about them. Uh, Imagine for a second this last global recession, but without the economic growth of China and India, without the hundreds of millions of newly minted middle-class folks who now buy American and European goods. Imagine that. Think about the last five years. Rockstar preaches capitalism. <laughs> wow. Sometimes I hear myself and I just can't believe it. Um, <laughs> but commerce is real. That's yeah, what it you're is about it. here. It's real. Aid is just a stopgap. Commerce, entrepreneurial capitalism takes more people out of poverty than amazing. aid. Amazing. You know so amazing. Uh, you're not going to hear that from Bruce Springsteen. You're not going to hear that from uh, Sting. Those guys aren't going to talk about it, but Bono will. And, and they all get they all together with him, too. and he loves America. The country that we love, country that has become our second home, and you've been so generous to our band. That's what he he was talking, and he goes on for another two minutes about how much he loves America, how how grateful the band is for the United States of America. You're welcome. Yeah. By the way, and you and know so, they've provided us with great entertainment as well. So and they I have. Mean, and they have, and I just wonder if maybe that's where we could find common ground and come together on a few issues. Uh, I mean, like issue one, how great America is, the exceptionalism, because he talks about it, how great capitalism is, so we stop that socialist march, and how great freedom of speech is, and I, the Constitution. I would love that. I mean, we talked through too. the entire eight years, and maybe even longer, during, but for sure the eight years of Barack Obama that we needed someone to at least stop beating up America yeah. and say how great America is. Mm-hmm. Well, we did get a president, Donald Trump, that does claim to love America mm-hmm. and claimed that America is great, but he doesn't. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, I, I'm happy that he does. Amen. Well, I'm happy that he does. America is great, but he doesn't quite sell it. There's something missing from his sales job, and he obviously won't admit that, but because he's the best at. Well, yeah, he, does. he doesn't make any mistakes, so yeah, he, he would never admit that. Yeah, 
Uh, but if we could find somebody in that middle ground yeah. to, to help us reach out to the and other I would side, look, it would I, be great. I, but it feels like it's too And late. I can't think of anybody else. It feels like turn off the country. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to turn off the country. I don't either. But, it, but I, there are times, and I said it earlier, where you do. Just say, turn, that, off, turn off the country. Right. Roll up the streets and turn it off. I don't off. know if there is anyone else. Yeah, I don't I mean, think really, so. I, it, it, yeah. Who? I don't know who it would be. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. That's not fake news. It's real. Uh. 888-900-3393. Uh, it is Pat Gray Unleashed. And we seem to have some details of the executive order on this oh, good. Obamacare repeal. Or at least he says oh. it's starting that process. It's going to be good, right? The order directs the Secretary of Labor to consider expanding access to association health plans. Okay. All right. The order directs three different cabinet departments to consider expanding coverage through low-cost, short-term, limited-duration insurance policies. I'm sorry? (laughs) A little complex, isn't it? Just a tad. Uh, Through low-cost, short-term, limited-duration insurance policies, we're going to have more access to those? Those short-term plans would not be subject to coverage rules under the Obama health plan and would likely not cover people with pre-existing conditions. And, of course, the left is going to scream about that. The Trump order also directs three different cabinet departments to, quote, consider changes to health reimbursement arrangements, unquote. So it's promising to make changes. It's not really saying what it's going to change to or for how long. I'm not sure what this really... I mean, does. that's been that's been the case with many executive orders. I, yeah, I was hoping he was going to open it up across state lines, open competition among state across state lines. That will help spark the the free market system. That will help drive down costs. You think Rand Paul would want that? You would think so, but Rand Paul apparently is on board with this. Uh, I thought. Yeah, I thought that he's right behind the president yeah, at the announcement. No, this is his deal. He's been tweeting about it. He's been saying. Uh, we've been working on this for months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, this is this is Rand Paul. And look, that President Trump just wants to get something done and be happy about it that he got something done and something that will be better than Obamacare, whether it's just a little bit better or it's a whole bunch better. Yeah, he wants his name on it. Yes, the, I I think that's probably true. He wants yeah. his name on and some kind so, of. Uh, if the Congress isn't going to do it, he'll sign a. Hey, we need to do this and we need to try to do this and i'm ordering bill over there across the street to do this and something's going to happen <laughs> meanwhile did you read michelle malkin's article today uh it's titled obama lied my fourth health care plan died oh yeah thank you she's been denied coverage with four insurance plans since obamacare look at that she said, two weeks ago, my husband and I received yet another cancellation notice for our private individual health care coverage. 
It's our fourth Obama-induced obituary in four years. Our first death notice from Anthem, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield arrived in the fall of 2013. The insurer informed us that because of changes from health care reform, also referred to as the Affordable Care Act, or ACA, our plan no longer meets the federal government's requirements. And so they just canceled it. It's over. Never mind the fact that they liked their insurance and they were fine with it. The uh, Obama administration didn't like it, and so they couldn't have it. She said, our second death knell from Rocky Mountain Health Plans followed in 2015. That notice signaled the end of a plan we didn't want in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) But that one didn't cover our kids' dental care and wasn't accepted at our local urgent care clinic. That's great. The insurer pulled out of the individual market in all but one county in Colorado, so they had to go searching for another one. Amazing. Why do you even have it? Plan number three. Notice of discontinuation again from Anthem informed us that the insurer would no longer offer your current plan in the state of Colorado. Now, here we are, barely a year later, Deja screwed times four. Our current plan will be discontinued January 1st. Wow. I am so thankful to Mr. Glenn Beck Mm -hmm. uh, for providing the insurance that he has over the last seven years. I could drop down... I bend. I will bend a knee to Mr. Beck for that. It, it's great, uh, and it's it's nowhere near as great as it was before Obamacare because everything's changed. And some of the plans I know, I know that some of the plans that we once had yeah. are not available anymore. They're gone, and we can't even have that kind of insurance. And we were that. told that when he went looking for it. Yep. Sorry, you can't have that. No, well, that's... wait. That's the kind we want. Nope, nope. It's not available. You can't do it. And and so our plan that we have now is far inferior to the one we used to have. I seem to remember a time far. when the left really appreciated freedom of choice. Yeah, well, only when it comes no, to killing babies. Oh, killing, I'm sorry, yeah, it's just a killing baby right. choice. No, you, uh, freedom of choice is wonderful as long as you choose what they want giving, you to. We're giving you mm-hmm. the options to choose from. Yeah. Choose from there. No, you can you can choose Obamacare, or you could have uh, Obamacare, or 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 nothing. Or they're, or, well, no, if you actually, have nothing, you, you gotta pay a fine. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, so. Turn the country off. It's just, <laughs> just unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. Yeah. It sure is. And, and um, what, a, what, a, what a struggle for Michelle and her family. I mean, that's, and she obviously, she for sure is not alone. I mean, there, I mean, she's, I'm sure we'll hear no, from people says, that we've, we've gone through five. We've got, I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Uh, She's saying, speaking of, and she says, by the way, there's 17 million other people that are in her position. Right. Oh. 17 million. She says, speaking of Affordable Care Act whoppers, so much for affordable. Yeah. Our current deductible is $6,550 per person. So that's $13,100 right. for the family of four. And you're never going to get to that. Assuming you... we can even find a new plan at right. the bottom of the individual market barrel, our currently our current monthly payment will rise to thirteen hundred dollars a month. Right. So thirteen hundred a month. month. Plus, they've got to reach the deductible. Yes. Before they get anything from the insurance. I mean, it's a, it's agonizing. Which is what we found uh, when they did this new insurance because yeah. we lost our old insurance, and both you and I were about to go into one plan. Oh my gosh. That would have cost us about five times the I amount know. this one does. I know. But Stu did the work if there on was, it. If there was, if there was any reason to really like Stu, which I can't find one, to be honest with you, but I'll Except give for that. you that one. Yeah, he did save us from that. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs>
It's unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred fifty three ninety three. All right. So yesterday, uh, you played the uh, tremendous, and I and I and I want to I want to reiterate tremendous mm-hmm. video by Eminem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, good. Oh wow. Good is not good. The word doesn't for it. even begin. Well, Keith Oberman liked it too. <laughs> uh, Keith Oberman tweeted uh, after twenty seven years of doubts about rap. I am now an at Eminem fan. <laughs> Best political writing of the year, period. What? <laughs> of the year, because it's not better than, say, the, the song that they did for Elizabeth poli- Warren, right? That video from Eminem is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And he is trying to be relevant, and guess <laughs> what? So are you, Keith Oberman. Stop it. That is Stop pathetic. it. The best political writing of the year hard to believe are you kidding me <laughs> do we still have that one segment that was pretty oh short oh my gosh in the control room uh if the you M&M tell me in our ear if we still have that m&m video handy uh, uh okay can we play let's play the short version of that just bad uh so if you can if you can play the short version and just give us a little just a little taste these are the best of political the best political writing of the year <laughs> Let's see that. Oh, boy. Uh, One second. Okay. That's not right. quite ready for it yet. Triple eight, nine hundred. You can't just snap your fingers for right. the best political no, writing of the year. And it's worth the wait Thank because you. <laughs> you're probably going to want to take notes on it. Yes. It's that deep. Yes. And then you'll want to revisit it later. Yes. I just wanted to, I'm, I just, I'm bummed that I wasn't part of the posse leaning against the in cars the in the parking yeah, garage. Yeah, I want to be one of those extras. Because they looked like mm-hmm. they were... Yeah, riveted mm-hmm. to the best political writing. I don't of know the what year you're too. saying, but it yeah. Did. All right, well, we'll play this after the break here. Uh, it's but it's worth the wait. Believe me, you're gonna oh, believe, believe me. me, as the president would say. Uh, you're gonna love this. The best political writing of the year. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, real quick, let's go to Andrea in Texas. Andrea, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. This hey. is Andrea. I have got a theory about why NBC News would not break the story about Harvey Weinstein when it was brought to them. Is it a is it a complex theory, or can you say it in uh, sum up in ten seconds? Because otherwise, I'll keep you to the oh, other it's side. Complex, but it, okay. But well, it hang on then. Like hang on. We don't want to shortchange you. So we'll come back to that theory uh, in just a second here on Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. By the way, we're doing a Facebook Live today. Uh, Pat, Stu, Jeffy, the whole band Aww. is back together, and it's all the original members too. It's not right. like it's not like the lead bass player and the groupie and, or, yeah. or a roadie. It's actually no. lead singers and the lead guitarist, and the whole band is back together. So it's it's good. <laughs> I hate these bands that tour together. Is we're CCR, yeah, without. 
John Fogarty? Without C, no, you're not. Without C <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. and half the R. <laughs> okay, you were guys who played the drums, yes. which really we don't care about, <laughs> and the guy who played the bass guitar, yeah. which really we don't care about. And as a matter of fact, I toured with them on one leg of the North American <laughs> tour back in 1978. <laughs> but I am CCR right now. Yes. That was you? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. You were actually the fourth member of yes. CCR. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was you, yeah. but I wasn't positive. Yeah, well, you may, look, it was the it was only it was that fourth leg of the North American tour. So So that's immediately the Facebook Live. Uh we're gonna we're gonna be doing that uh coming up right after immediately following the show at three Eastern, two Central. That'd be fun. Uh, 888-900-3393. Andrea was telling us about her theory. Uh, Andrea in Texas, go ahead. Hi. Hi, Pat. Um, hey. So here's my theory. It's it's entitled, But Trump. Okay. Um, okay, so this story was about, was <clears throat> taken to NBC by this writer whose name escapes me. Um, but right around the time of inauguration, or, or maybe between election and inauguration, and the left is going absolutely you know, crazy about Trump and the Billy Bush tape. Right. Yes. Um, What Harvey Weinstein does has done is so much worse. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, Trump was talking about doing things. Yeah. Trump was talking about it. Uh, Weinstein was actually doing it. And he is the absolute baby doll. I mean, well, I guess owner of Mm -hmm. the left. So, Well, they was. can't make, I mean, it would make Trump look good in comparison to the left hero who has raised so much, who has bundled millions of dollars for Obama and, and Hillary and everybody on the left. So they can't possibly announce what evil exists in Hollywood and on the left. I mean, yes. let's think about it. Actually so you're, th- you're saying this is why a little pink hat. This yeah, is this is why NBC passed on the story. And they kept stringing Absolutely. Ronan around for yeah. Right. And it's like that whole thing about if not you, then who? If not now, when? Well, certainly not now. You're going to have to and not us. Yeah. Um, And and, oh, by the way, you know, we've waited a long time to hear from Hillary. Five days. We have waited five days from the Obama. When are we going to hear from Heidi Klum? From who? Heidi Klum. Klum. You know, he produces Project Runway. Oh, wow. That's right. And guess who is his his Uh, type? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Uh-huh. You so would think so. All I right. would like to he- I would like to hear from some of these other ladies that are out there that have had interactions with him. Are they like uh, Meryl and some of the other ladies completely shocked and surprised or was this their little secret too? Only um, only the unattractive people are shocked and appalled. Yeah. The attractive women mm-hmm. all know because Correct. he tried mm-hmm. to, he tried to yeah. get with all of them. Thanks, Andrea. Appreciate the call. I I understand the feeling of wanting. That's a good theory of hers. I think it's probably accurate. I I think so too. Yeah. As far as hearing from people, um, if you don't, if you're not going to do anything other than just tell us, um, don't say anything. I don't want to hear from them because if you, I don't want to know that I like Heidi, Uh so I don't want to know that she could have come forward ten years ago, yeah, and put this dirt bag down. I don't want to know. I don't, Heidi, no. Because we found that out about Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Come on now. Heather where, where Graham. You where you been, baby? Uh, where you been? Skulking in the corner. And Heidi's big enough now. I mean, she once some of those stars, and the joke was right now you don't have to pretend to like being with Harvey Weinstein. 
you know, the, yeah. the Oscar performance where that was the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the truth. So when they reached that point, let's say they were using Harvey to get to that point. Mm-hmm. When you get to that point, someone has got to take a stand and not Ronan Farrow. Yeah. Uh, nobody is, though. And, yeah, no and I'll bet you we're going to hear from, eventually oh. we'll, we'll hear about dozens Absolutely. of actresses who've been through this. Absolutely. Because obviously the guy was accustomed to doing it all the time. And he told that one girl on that sting that they did. Yeah. The uh, the girl, just, and I, I don't know her it. name. Have you ever heard her no, name? No, I can't remember she, her name. She got harassed by him one day, went to the police, and they had her wired right. for, his, for her next right. meeting with him. And he says to her at one point, the, when he put his hand on her breast, she says, hey, don't, what are you doing? Don't touch me. So I'm just used to doing that. She's like, you're used to it? Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Come on. You're used to just touching the female come breast on. whenever you want. Uh, but Trump is the problem to the left. Trump is the is the big dirt bag. Right. Uh, so much so that Eminem did this brilliant video uh, about him. Uh, according to Keith Oberman, the best political right, right, yeah. the best, best political, political writing of the year, writing writing of the, of the year. year. I think that's a, a vast understatement. <laughs> I uh, I'm going to go this you century. Do? This century. Whoa! Yes. Whoa! I'm going best political uh, writing of the century. Point of clarification: Do you mean within the last hundred years, Pat, or just last seventeen years? No, actually, I'm going to go back a millennium Shut to just make up. sure this that I'm crystal clear on this. Let Woo-hoo. me be clear: This is the best political writing of the last millennium. Now, Keith, Keith uh, <clears throat> Oberman ended this with a period. So, are you willing to? Step okay. out of the line. Oh, I see I what you're saying. Say, Not a lot of emphasis there. I huh? will say. Wow. Eminem's writing of this uh, particular rap song is the best political writing of the past millennium. Period. <laughs> period. The end. You are standing oh, alone here. Man. And I'm here it is. You. you judge for yourself. Right, here it is. They're having some trouble with the playback now after after you oh, good. declared after that, it like that. After that incredible but, but we might have, setup. Yeah. We might, don't have it? Might have the... Uh, and it goes a little something. Something like... Uh, like this. That's oh, not working. Good. Not working. Okay. Oh. Set up the whole thing. And wow. Like, of the millennia. Off my phone. Like wow. of the millennia, too. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. I can just play it off <laughs> my phone. Careful playing it off your phone. It may not have been bleeped 5,000 times on your phone. This is the internet. Who cares? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's your attitude, but <laughs> I don't share it. Really? Uh, yeah. Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, we have some more audio from the executive uh, uh, order signing session, unless it's the same machine uh, that's uh, screwing up this one, too. Okay. Let's hear the, uh, let's hear the rest of the executive order th- stuff, because we know it's such oh, low it's cost. And and is this going to be the greatest great executive coverage. order of the last millennium, too? Yes. How? Although Insurance apparently, companies okay, here it will is. be fighting to get every single person signed up. And you will be hopefully negotiating, negotiating, negotiating. And you'll ah. get such low prices for such great care. There it is. <laughs> it should have been done a long time ago. Right? You'll get such great prices for such low care. Or high care. Or negotiating, such negotiating. Low, such low Prices. Maybe we should play that one again. Huh? Yeah, one more time. This, Such this great. Got a nuance. Care. This Are we one able here. to do that. We got the. I think I have a little bit. Uh, huh? 
uh, different attitude on North Korea than other people might have. Well, I don't want North Korea. And I, I listen to everybody, but what ultimately. What are we doing? Oh, I think the machine's fighting back today. I think Skynet's in control today. <laughs> what was his thing on North Korea? He has more insight on North Korea than anybody like, else does? Yeah, I mean, sure. You can't. You know this. It's the Donald, man. Right. The president are of the United you, States. Are you taking you know, information from your generals? <laughs> I think I have a little bit more insight. Well, of course, he's the president of the United States. But he told us uh, during the he told us during the you're not born in this country thing with uh, Obama that that he had more insight on yeah, that, did. too. And, yes, he did. Uh, kind of not. And then it he reminded us during the campaign at one point, uh, I, I think it was during the campaign, that he knew more than the generals. Yes, he did. Uh, he did remind us of that. And, and he then, basically threatened them that if they didn't do his bidding, uh, something would happen to him. I, I, don't, I don't remember what, but that was a firestorm for a few days. But he survives every firestorm. Sure does, so, man. So it, it really kind of doesn't matter. He sure does. Um, as far as North Korea, their missiles, uh, they've told Russia, Russian lawnmakers, that they possess a ballistic missile with a range of 3,000 kilometers. And there, everybody was like, well, how far is that? <laughs> Nobody knows. And that's because we didn't elect uh, Lincoln Chafee yes. as our president. As a They're all like, well, I don't know. Is that three feet or is it three billion hey, miles? I hey, don't know. Mr. IQ, Donald, how, how far is that? <laughs> 1,864, by the way. 3,000 kilometers? I mean, that, that could be from here to Jeffy or it could be all the way to Pluto. Be I don't the, know. You're right. Why would you talk in code like that? I don't. None of us know what that is. <laughs> so eighteen hundred and sixty-four miles. Mm-hmm. That can't reach. Can that even reach U.S. territory? Isn't Guam so. further than that? I think Guam's further than that. Guam to... We probably hit Guam. Right? I think Guam's still in in their sights. Interfax cited uh, Anton Morozov, a lawmaker and member of the lower house of parliament International mm-hmm. Affairs Committee in uh, Russia, uh, that. It would it, that their missiles can go eighteen hundred and sixty-four miles. No, you're right because it's three thousand four hundred and thirty kilometers from uh, from North Korea. Uh, yeah, that's actually from Seoul, South Korea. Okay. So it's even it's even, it's further. even further. It's even further. It's even further to get to Guam. So it can't. They couldn't. Even so get they couldn't Guam. even get to Guam. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. That they is. can't even make Guam, and they're threatening now, us. Now that may be. Uh, wow. And. and you know, maybe he's backing down a little. Maybe this is his way of saying, "Maybe you know, I'm okay. You got me." And if Let that's the survive. case, maybe Trump's rhetoric, yeah, has really helped here. Yeah, he is right in that they they understand strength. They don't understand. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll we'll try to be nice to you. We'll send you some stuff. Uh, we'll we'll talk tenderly to you. Right. They don't respond to any of that. I mean, They're, they take it. Yes, they, they do. They take they, it. They take okay, all those great. offers, but they then sure they do. don't respect us. Right. Not a chance. We're going to wipe out your entire country. Might have an impact on Yes. It. They understand that. Yes, they do. Uh, 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed 
Uh, we'll also be doing Facebook and live as uh, Facebook Live. Me, Stu, Jeffy, uh, just chewing the fat for a few minutes. Uh, should be fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I'm being told and maybe set up <laughs> by the people in the control room that we actually have the genius rap, the Is it greatest possible? political message of the last millennia. That's wow. Period. Uh, period. Wow. The end. The end. Here it is. Okay. I hope. We better give Obama props because what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. Ah. And while the drama pops and he waits for to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around till the bombing stops. Intensity's heightened, tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a you're stingy as I am. <laughs> Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Cause you don't got the nuts like an empty asylum. Yeah, wow, that's powerful. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for. for. Cause that's how he gets his rocks off and he's orange. What? Ah! Yeah, sick tan. He's, That's what? why he wants us to disband because he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump walking on eggshells. I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp, because he's in quicksand. Uh, wait. Word. What? It's oh, like wait. we take a step forwards, then backwards. <laughs> but this is his form of distraction. Plus, he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that and instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies and these border would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers. Wow. He I says mean, he wants to oh, lower wait. our taxes. Uh-oh. Lower our taxes. Then who's gonna pay for his extravagant trips back and forth trips. with his fam to his golf resorts and his mansions. Mansions Same and taxes don't run. tormented rain. Hillary for uh-huh. and he slandered, <laughs> then does it more. Slander. From his endorsement of Bannon, Bannon support for the Klansmen, don't rhyme. tiki torches in hand for the soldier that's blacking, Black, comes home from Iraq and is Iraq. still told Black to go Iraq, back to Africa, forking a dagger in this racist 94-year-old grandpa who keeps ignoring what? our past what? historical He's deplorable factors. Um, now if you're a black athlete, you're a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform or your stature to try to give those what? a voice who don't have one. He says you're spitting in the face of bands who fought for us, you bastards. Good golly, this is bad. I mean, I've M. I've never Unless heard you're anything. a POW who's tortured and battered because to him you're zeros because he don't like his war heroes captured. Mm. That's not disrespecting the military. And any fan of mine uh-huh. oh boy, who's here a we supporter go. of his, okay. mm-hmm. I'm drawing in the sand a line. Okay. You're either for There's or no against. There's no sand there, though. He's in a concrete. And if you can't decide who you like more in your split <laughs> on who you should stand beside, uh-huh. I'll do it for you with this. Okay, oh, do it. Do it. Boy. Whoa. Oh, wow. That felt oh, forced. Wow. He sort of he sort of flipped us off at the end there. I'm okay. not I'm not a supporter of his. If though, you so. want to talk about someone that has been around too many yes people for a long time, mm-hmm. and someone who used to be used to be good. I like a lot of some of Eminem stuff. I can't oh name you one, but there's a couple of ones that I I've been, had played before that I liked. Good heavens, I can't believe that. Hmm. I well, should believe it because you got horrible taste in everything. <laughs> Wait a minute, but so. this. That's this. Someone actually listened to it and said this debuted on BAT, some awards show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone actually looked at it and went, wow. Yay. Well, Keith Olbermann is one of them. Run it. Go.
I know it's it is powerful. Disgusting. Oh, I thought you I thought you were gonna go with power. Period. No. Where, where where are advocates for the mentally ill? Because he did say that Trump has no nuts like an empty uh nut house or empty uh asylum. Empty asylum. Huh. So are you, you can't you can't call them nuts. That's that's hurtful. Just saying. Where's that lobby? Mr. Orange Pain. Ugh. I, I, I just, it's bad. You that song, don't even know where to start with that. It's well, so bad. That I song mean, needed an egg shaker, I'll tell you that. This, uh, actually, it reminds me of, why? Because every song needs an egg shaker or a tambourine. Either or. It's a fact. There's no room for discussion. Okay. I don't think we were planning to discuss that. But Very well. I, I apologize for even going back to it. The fact. The, uh, this does remind me, and I, I saw you looking around, and I hope you were looking for It reminds the me of worst. The, the Maya Angelou oh. is what it reminds me of. And then there's another one. There's another one, too, that I was thinking of. But, but listen Maya's to this. there, yes. The left loves this kind of stuff. A rock, a river, I'm glad you thought a tree, hosts... Yeah. To species long since departed, right. marked the mastodon, yeah. the dinosaur, <laughs> who left dry tokens of their sojourn here on our planet floor. Any broad alarm of their hastening doom is lost in the gloom of dust and ages. Yeah. But today, but the today, rock cries out to us. The rock cries clearly, out to us clearly, forcefully, forcefully. Come, come. You may stand upon my back. Stand upon and my face back. Face your distant destiny. Do rocks have but backs? But seek yes. no haven okay. mm-hmm. in my shadow. All right. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't seek any haven in the shadow. That of was, I believe, that was at the initial inauguration, right? Inauguration yeah. of Barack Obama. Uh, and, and that. Well, you're not going to get anything that good. Definitely reminiscent. Of just a run-of-the-mill M&M. reading. Yeah. You have to wait for that for inaugurations. Yes events well not always because sometimes that kind of poetry will happen when you when you least expect it like on a cbs report uh like this one one thin september soon a floating (laughs) continent disappears in midnight sun sun. vapors rise as fever settles on an acid sea neptune's bones dissolve Dissolve. snow glides from the moon ice fathers floods for For a season Hard rain hard comes quickly. quickly. Then dirt is parched. Dirt Kindling parched. is placed in the forest for the lightning, lightning celebration. celebration. Unknown creatures take, take their, their leave, leave unmourned. unmourned. Horsemen ready their stirrups. stirrups. Passion seeks heroes Passion. and friends. The bell of the city on the hill is rung. The shepherd cries. The These. hour of choosing has arrived. Here are, Here are your tools. Here are your tools. Here are your tools. And by the way, I am a tool as well. <laughs> That's, I mean, I love that stuff. The nonsensical madness of these people who think they're so talented. So you mean the creativity. And the- That's what I meant, yeah. The really, and the deep inner meaning yes. of the Maya Angelou and the Al Gore and the Eminem. Oh, man. Just all Just. so good. And the egg shakers. Deep thinkers. Deep. Deep I mean, thinkers is what they are. Too deep for us, you know. Too deep. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Probably is because uh, because what am I resisting? Well, the collectivization of manufacture? I don't know. I don't. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> is it the institutionalization of the human psyche? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. Just not sure. <laughs>
Right. Oh, there's another deep thinker for you. Mm-hmm. Right. It gets us, sets us in our place. Let's us know that they're smarter than us. Oh, yeah. And and they're always letting us know that. They sure are. Which is why, you know, uh, Larry O'Donnell, Lawrence O'Donnell, or, or oh, it was Keith Larry. Oberman. Keith Oberman. Yeah, yeah Keith Oberman. It was Oberman. Keith Oberman, even worse. Which right. is why he lauded that poem right. so much, because it's so nonsensical. There is nothing to even understand there, but he <laughs> wants you to think that he gets the oh, deep he is the, He wants you to meeting. think that he's the guy. <laughs> just... you know, look, I didn't like rap before. This oh, but what... that convinced him. <laughs> After 27 years of doubts about rap, I am now an at Eminem fan. Wait a minute. Best political writing of the year. <laughs> Period. What a weird... And then he put some emojis on here too. Wait. Hold on. What are the emojis? Oh, he put a clap handy, clap hand oh, emojis. That's cute. But hold on. Oh, okay. What's the, what's the significance of twenty seven years? I mean, he's definitely more than twenty seven years old. And notice that the only reason he likes rap now is a white guy is doing it. Very interesting, Keith Oberman. I don't know. I just know that he posted. You know, he there. posted the. Uh, he was uh, he was quoting the uh, BET Twitter page with the full verse that everybody is talking about. Uh oh. About the Eminem. Yeah, they're talking about how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I love how we're all just supposed to fall in line with that we kind sure of stuff. We sure are. You know, and we're it's mo- supposed to be great. We're all supposed to just admire and step back and look at that in awe. Wow. Right. Did he just had lib that? And I think that's what they're alleging. I think they're li- alleging that that was free form. He didn't even write it down. It just flowed oh. freely oh. out of him. Makes well, it even better. That make, yeah, that does make and it even better because it realizes just how stupid he really is. Oh, it's just, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. He's from your neck of the woods, though. He, he is. Must be that's very proud. De- yeah, it is. It's another Detroit, uh, another Detroit star. Another Michigan star coming out of there. You're proud, proud right? to do it. Oh, yeah. And look, he's Mr. He's been clean, right? He hasn't been doing drugs now. He's Mr. Workout all the time. I want to try something now. You know, his daughter's getting older, and uh, I think last time... His he has was, a daughter? How'd you like oh, to be yeah. the child, the offspring of Marshall M&M? M&M. 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 Mr. That's, that's a frightening proposition right there. You spawned from that? Oh, yeah. From those loins? <laughs> uh, I have a lot of sympathy for, for them. <laughs> Is it just the one, or is there are there more? As far as I, I, I think he just has the daughter. Okay, I think Oof. he just has the daughter. Wow, and she's oh, it's Haley. She's a, she's an adult now. I mean, yeah, she's getting uh. she's up there now. Haley yeah, Mathers. He's probably in his late forties by now, right? Yeah, and he was really young when she was born. All right, uh, that's about all the damage we can do t- today, except for the damage we'll be doing in a few minutes on Facebook Live. Join us in just a few minutes. Facebook.com/slash The Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.